start a podcast, Mike, because, um, well, not start, of course, you know, we started 102 episodes ago. Hey, that's right. It's it time to continue. It's like wrestling. It never ends. It has to start somewhere, but it doesn't have to end. It has to start somewhere, but doesn't have to end. That's the Shoot Brothers motto. Of course, you are listening <laughs> to Shoot Brothers Wrestling Podcast. It's the only, uh, but this is the only wrestling podcast. It's online. It's hosted by myself, Cameron Osborne. It's also hosted by Mike the Shoot Shepherd. Hey. Hey ho. Let's, Let's go, go, Ms. Mo. Uh, we have another uh, great, exciting, uh, very exciting show coming up. A normal show because we have a pay per view next Sunday. No, it's this Sunday. Oh, fuck <laughs> off, Mike. Oh, my God. But that's okay. I mean, we don't I'm have to barely, review it I, I was barely caught up. I could have sworn it would have been next Sunday. Well, there you go, oh, The weeks fly by. I mean, it's already they, been two weeks since Full Gear. So. Yeah, they real, the, yeah the, the time flies, and um, yeah, I never really pay attention that closely to when they say, you know, in a promo, someone will say this Sunday at Survivor Series. I just yeah. sort of hear... At Survivor Series, and I kind of look past because I bet somebody said that this week. I'm always on the wiki, so I just know the dates of the next pay per views. The dates up. of the next pay per Yeah, you always seem to be on that. You always seem to be on that. Well, then the let's, let's get into this Survivor Series preview week. Let's kick off the wrestling week uh, the way that we normally do, which is with uh, crowning a new Tweet of the Week champion. It's the Tweet of the Week. It's the tweet of the week. Okay, there's a couple different ways I could this could go, but we'll see. I think it could go one strong way. I'll just let you do it. But oh, oh, do you, oh, you have an idea of uh, well, of I don't what? know. Things played out. Things played out in the wrestling world that I think may or may not be related to it. Okay, so okay. we'll see. And if they didn't, then I'll just start off with that. I actually, uh, I'm, I'm worried that, uh, I'm worried that whatever I say might actually be. No, it doesn't um, matter. I mean, hey, ho uh, ho. Let's go. I'm so scared of what's going to happen. No. Uh, this week's Tweet League champion goes to um, brand new Tweet League champion. Hey, that's right. Always love seeing new people uh, hop up here on the list. It goes to, um, what do they call her? Uh, the um, uh, the uh, Irresistible Force. Whoa. Nia Jax, our brand new Tweet of the Week champion. Nia Jax took to, um, you know, she, it, 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 this award has been won by those who've maybe ventured outside Twitter, right? You know, I mean, you're posting online. Yeah. Of course, she ventures out onto one of her Instagram stories. And you know when somebody posts on, like, a story or something? it's It looks like it's a tweet, but they've cropped out any information about who would have said it. So and the, the quote exactly and there's no like it doesn't it doesn't say you know how many retweets or like or something like that yeah. and so she tweets something out there or you know she posts something like this out saying um the covid vaccine is 90 percent effective after eight months of development when the flu vaccine is 40 percent effective after 70 years of development i'll go with my immune system as it's 99.9 percent effective <laughs> and then she commented on her own post by saying god made my system and i trust him the most uh, prayer hand emoji, hands up emoji. Nia Jax, you know what? Um, uh, you're you're the brand new Tweet of the Week champion. For you to come out so brazenly, uh, is, is like Jackson Riker level bullshit. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's great. I love yeah, when people. Uh, I, lo I love it when these things happen. She's putting a lot of herself out there. Yeah. Amen. Amen. I mean, that's yeah. a big immune system that she must have. You know. <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah. So, hey ho, Nia Jax. Uh, hey, wear a ho. mask. Who knows? 
Hey ho, where, if, yeah, if anybody's hanging out around my, Nia Jax these days, uh, be sure to wear a mask around her. Yeah, or you might feel a tickle in your throat when you get home. Who knows? Ah, <laughs> a couple days later, I don't know. I don't know. There you have it, Nia Jax, new tweet of the week champion. All right, she's not like most girls. She's not like most girls. Well, let's move on <clears throat> then, shall we? Was that a good enough tweet of the week, Mike? You know, I just I want to make sure you know that. Yeah, what? yeah, no, I I did see that. That's perfectly topical. Uh, but there was one of the slightly other thing that I was uh, leading into SmackDown because this person's part of SmackDown. They were there for the taping, but last Friday we find out kind of out of nowhere that Selena Vega has been released. From the WWE. Absolutely released. But she was wished well well in her future endeavors. But still. uh, When did that happen? Did that happen before Friday? I mean, it happened like apparently she was in the building for SmackDown. So maybe that's where they told her everything went down or I don't know. So it was after our show went off air, though. So, yeah, weird. Okay. But uh, yeah, so obviously the uh, the story behind it seems to be that uh, with the whole third party you know media twitch all that shit she didn't shut down her twitch she even opened up an OnlyFans account like a couple weeks ago uh no nudity just like cosplay stuff but still she was doing stuff making money and they're like all right we warned you so i guess you got to go and she's like all right fair i'll make more money with that so fuck it fuck you guys well there you go it's probably way less uh, of a physical toll on your body right off the bat i mean i don't think she's done with wrestling anyways i think this would be a hot pickup for AEW or hot, something. Hot pickup for the women's division. No, you would be absolutely right. And uh, I, mean, I think her. Paige still has her. Yeah, she's on the same. She's like, if they want to fire me, go ahead, because I'm making cash on this thing. And oh, I can't wrestle so, ever again anyway. So. Okay, so the few, because there was, I know like AJ Styles stopped. AJ Styles, he's like, I got to go, guys. It's been a great run. He kind of, I a mean, who knows? People. He's playing ball, because he likes, he seems like to be a WWE for life now. So, What about Sheamus's Celtic workouts? Are those still, is that still allowed to be a YouTube channel? I don't know, because I think, like, YouTube is fine. Like, I don't know. It's such a weird thing. The whole okay, thing is fucked up. I like, I like the uh, Celtic workouts, and uh, <laughs> I don't want them to yeah. stop. I mean, either way, though, but outside of this, like, people, uh, labor support parties, political people, all these people yeah. are backing up Selena Vega, showing their support. Uh, I don't know. I feel like this could be big. This could be like her uh, Colin Kaepernick moment of WWE. Oh, okay. This is uh, yeah. This, like she this stood could up be big. for something and she cost her her job, but got the things going, got the conversations. You know, yeah. She stood up. No, you're you're right. Exactly. The These smallest people, girl on the roster stood up. These the people most. are independent contractors. You know, the types that uh, what else? What else are you gonna do? Be an Uber driver? <laughs> well, that's the thing. Oh, Earlier honestly, this year, yeah. What else are you gonna do? I think there was a couple of weeks we unanimously gave her wrestler of the week for how good she was doing with the managing the vagabonds there. Some oh, the the, I'll never forget the vagabonds. One, on. because so you bring it her to AEW, let her manage a couple of those guys. Boom, they're off to the races. And then we can call that. Then we call them the vagabonds because I don't want to give yeah. up on that name. I feel like the potential of the name was wasted. <laughs> well, she might have to. She might have to wrestle under a new name, but we'll see. I you know we'll uh, figure it out. We'll figure it out there. We'll figure it uh, out as we go. But where this leaves uh, one Alistair Black in a bit of an odd position. Bit of a pickle. Husband. I mean, he was drafted to SmackDown. We haven't seen him since, anyways. So that was like Man, a month ago. Would it be sick if they just released him and then he showed up in AEW? Oh yeah, oh, that would probably God. be best for both of the, both of their careers. Just, but, I just um, just picture I just pictured the entire main. Excuse me, I pictured the entire roster just taking a black mass. Yeah, oh. but. 
you know, I think at this point a line in the sand has been drawn, and Zelina Vega is the first one to go over that well, line. So they... fucking thumbs up, Zelina Vega. We support thumbs you. Up. Not... I support you. Yeah. Are you on Twitch? So... Are you twitching? I think she. Well, she she's twitching. Are you? No, are you is, twitching? Does it cost to? Um, twi- I twitching. Does it I mean, cost I have an account, to watch but I, like, never Twitch? How does it? How does that work? Does it cost money just to watch it? You can just watch for free, but then you pay to get like extra stuff. Okay, so there, like, you could just not pay any money and f- subs- and no. follow all of these people. No, yeah, you could just watch. I mean, oh. even just getting viewers is good because there's still like ads that pop up and stuff. Right, ads and the support. Okay, yeah. Well, people like, so- pay money to like get shout outs and like get special emojis or be part of the chat. And of show course, you're yeah, seeing, things like that. I don't know. Well, Some there- people are just like, I love you, Vega. If I give you ten thousand dollars, you might think of me. <laughs> I love you, Zelina Vega. Here's a million dollars. Yeah. Well, there you well, have it. Support say. your fellow, support your wrestlers on Twitch. Uh, watch their YouTube channels, like their Instagram posts. Yeah, um, Selena Vega, we support you. I like you. We don't. We didn't get to wrestle a whole lot, but in the ring, you were fun as well. Fantastic. So hopefully, we'll see more of you soon. Hopefully. All elite. Ninety days from now, everyone's got that ninety day no compete. Every, everyone's <laughs> got the everyone's got the ninety day. Miro had to wait. Matt Hardy, Luke Harper, they all have to wait. Yeah. Yep, Neville. Anyways, let's move on with the show because that's wrestling. Yeah, that's sports in general. Sometimes you lose your players, uh, and that's just the way it goes. There's been some, uh, you know, you know. Of course, this is the sports off season, as we were. You know, the the, the players are uh, crossing state lines like madness. Danny Green's been traded <laughs> twice. Yeah, people get drafted and traded before the draft's even over, and crazy things happen. Crazy things happen. So yeah, let's move forward with our wrestling week. Then let's break. Uh, let's move right on through to SmackDown Live. Okay, folks, it's Friday night. It's time for SmackDown Live. It, uh, it used to be on Tuesday, but then uh, I think it was on Friday before, though. No, no, wait. We used to film it on a Thursday and then release it. It's just SmackDown. Yes, with with uh, co- uh, coverage beginning at eight p. Eight p.m. <laughs> Yes, local Eastern time. Uh, Roman Reigns comes out with his buddy Paul Heyman and the tribal chief, the chief and his. I don't know. Yeah, we don't have a thing for him yet. With <laughs> well, Paul Paul Heyman with Brock Lesnar, penguin the penguin, the penguin, yeah, right. But now he doesn't have a thing now, <laughs> kind of yet because uh, he's not slimy enough. Yeah, uh, yeah, he just fears he fears Roman so much. Yeah, but. he's just scared of him. Uh, anyways, Roman's talking about Survivor Series coming up, and uh, Randy Orton, because that's the man he's supposed to face as of right now, but Drew McIntyre comes out to interrupt, because uh, he's got that title match, and things could change, uh, so, hey man, it's gonna be me, and, uh, remember the Royal Rumble when I eliminated you last, Roman? Ha <laughs> Uh, but anyways, Roman's like, yeah, well, I'm the man now, so, anyways, they have a pretty nice promo here, back and forth. Uh, then Jay Uso runs out. He starts to cut a promo and challenges Drew one on one. So Drew shoves him. Everyone leaves. And then afterwards, backstage, Reigns is all pissed off at Uso for getting in his business because he calls the shots. He was mad. Yeah, fuming at his cuz. So exploded. Uh, so does this count as a uh, does this count as brand to brand? Well, we'll get to that later because uh, at some point. Yeah, where was it? I don't know. Adam Pierce announces that they're going to fight Drew versus Jay, but it's unsanctioned. So, unsanctioned, you know, it can't count, right? I think it would not. I think that means <laughs> it doesn't count. 
Yeah, it doesn't count. I'm glad you picked up on that. Yeah, but we got an Intercontinental title match in the meantime. This counts for titles. Mm -hmm. Sami Zayn versus Apollo Crews, who I feel like we haven't even seen since the draft. Well, yeah, I think Cruz has, Apollo Cruz has now twice been gone for like a he fought the hurt business every week. COVID he, times. <laughs> I think oh, he's now yeah, been like twice gone. Yeah. Kind of for Do you think uh, the second time was because of COVID chunk stuff? Of time. I'm really not sure, but uh, yeah. but yeah. Yeah, either way, he's back, but the match is pretty short. Uh, at one point, Sammy just like rips off the ring apron and exposes that steel beams underneath, and he wraps Cruz's leg up and uh, just uses like the ropes there to tie him. He just ties him up, so he gets counted out. So kind of a fun little finish there. The uh, the uh, the, uh, the resourcefulness of a champion. Yeah, the good Canadian guy. It's a good Canadian kid. Uh, yeah, Apollo Cruz loses a lot though, right? So this is nothing new. Yeah, I mean, he's his. This is his peak, his mid card mm -hmm. title stuff. See, I'm not. Uh, so what? This means you know, if we have Sam, Sammy Zayn and uh, Bobby Lashley, I mean, it's better than Cruz and Lashley I, again. Yeah, yeah, I guess I so. I think it could be a sleeper because they can both wrestle. There's just no story behind it. Yeah, there's just nothing to it with it. Well, with so many of these Survivor Series things, it just feels yeah. like why are they doing it? Well. We got uh, the best-dressed woman in the company, Sasha Banks, comes out, uh, cuts a promo about finally being able to retain the title. She's on top of her game, on top of the division. All the women in the back are on notice. And uh, and she addresses Carmella, who attacked her last week. But then Bailey's the one who comes out. Uh, but it's only a distraction because Carmella appears in the ring, super kicks Sasha, hits her X-Factor, and uh, I guess that'll be Sasha's first title program i guess after she's done with survivor series against this uh coming back car uh, carmella yeah. why so she um, got a new thing now it's like untouchable or something yeah i saw that too no longer fabulous no she's not fabulous anymore uh no more moonwalks no more chuck taylor's she's not moonwalking or trash talking let me tell you um <laughs> uh yeah i don't know you're a fan of mella right I, I liked Carmella. I need. I don't know what this version of Car. <laughs> I do like trashy Carmella. Yeah, uh, it was fun. You're like, hey, I'd like to hang out with her. It's fun. Yeah, no, she would. Yeah. She looked at it, but uh, now she seems snobby. She'd be judgy. Yeah, no, we. I need more. We need a little more character uh, from her. <laughs> but I feel bad because she's just gonna lose something. Yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know where she goes. Maybe her and Bailey just become good friends. But we go backstage. Otis got three plates of food in front of him, so he's feasting. So I don't know. Ziggler and Rude walk up and make him angry. Make fun of him for some reason. Yeah, doesn't matter much. Uh, they announced the return of the tribute to the troop special, which uh, nothing important ever happens on those. Yeah, it's kind of like one like, of those go America Starcade type events, yeah. right? It's... All the baby faces win. Because it's for America. <laughs> All the every single baby face wins. Yeah, they used to fly over to Iraq and yeah. do it there, but but not. Anyways, we get Ziggler versus Otis because of that food shit. Uh, Otis has a new theme song. Maybe he had it last week. doesn't matter. Uh, Rude tries to interfere, but Otis wins anyways with the Vader bomb. Feels like why this uh, Ziggler Otis feels like Ms. Otis, especially when Bobby yeah, well, Rude back to it. feels like, uh, what's his name? John Morrison. Well, even less. I don't even know what the hell Rude's point of. But <laughs> uh, but is. yeah, but it's funny, yeah, or well, rather, Otis is back in a beef with two guys that are buds. Yeah, and Mandy's not even there mm -hmm. for them to beef over. There's no one to beef over. 
Uh, but hopefully this will lead to something different because backstage Otis is approached by Chad Gable. No longer Shorty G, as he decreed before. He's even got a nice Gable sweater on, a nice sports jacket. There's there. merch, baby. There's merch. There's, I don't know if you can buy it, but it's out there, maybe. Uh, <laughs> anyway, Gable, he's being a good coach here. He's hyping up Otis, uh, saying, hey, man, do what you did out there every week. Quick wins. All you need is some discipline. A mentor. How to unlock your inner alpha. And he hands him a little pamphlet for the Alpha Academy because his former tag team, American Alpha. So makes sense. Otis is hyped up. He seems on board. So he walks away, but then Gable kind of does this like evil, menacing, grim grin. I don't know. Did it look evil to you, or was he just bad at doing a smile? Maybe he's just bad at doing a smile. <laughs> I couldn't tell if he was being buddies or if he's got a motive behind it. But you know, Otis and Gable aren't they? Didn't aren't, don't they have that uh, channel together? Uh, it, yeah, well, yeah, they. Uh, you, well, you sent on, me that one video uh, on their Instagram account in the Carnage Shack. It's one of their garages. Don't know whose, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't they have like a saying like clank and weights and this? They're and just, it's more like <laughs> crazy Otis shit. Okay. And Gable's um, just there. Yeah. It's a lot of like, burp. Uh, no, they're both, they're both doing it. They're both going uh, back and forth and just pumping weight, just lifting so many pounds over and over again. Well, maybe it'll lead to a new team and they'll be like, hey, sorry, Tucker. Yeah. Who knows? Yeah. Who knows? But <laughs> Seth Rollins has taken on Rey Mysterio, no holds barred, and I, this is the final I, chapter. The final chapter. Yes, part four, Friday the 13th. Uh, so this is the end, uh, hopefully, of the feud, because Rollins got to go have a baby. I saw Becky post the other day. She's ready to pop. Ready thing. to pop. And I think we <laughs> I think we asked ourselves this question last week also. Like, where what? where's the point? No, where's the point that Seth Rollins... Is like I'm having a kid. Goodbye. What if the ultimate turn at the very end, Rey Mysterio? No, Dominic's like, hey Seth, huh? did you get a baby test on Becky? <laughs> and so <it> comes back <laughs> as a Mysterio baby. Dominic has fathered Becky Lynch. <laughs> <laughs> so Becky banged Rey Mysterio, or Dominic, or Dominic, one or the other. We don't know that. The, the DNA just says Mysterio, so that's the mystery. And they both banged her, and we got to find out. No, that's too messy. <laughs> Becky would never do that. She's the man. Well, yeah. Well, yes, it's yours. Uh, I mean, she is the man. Maybe she would. She could have anyone in that locker room. Which <laughs> but we're getting. Uh, I'm getting off the rails here. You are. You uh, are getting off the rails. All well. This is all because. It's the, <laughs> this is all because it's the final chapter. Yeah. You know. It's, uh, uh, there you go. <laughs> Angie, Aaliyah, Dominic. Everyone's here. Uh, yeah, the Mysterio family. They're all in Ray's corner. Uh, Murphy, Murphy's in Seth's corner. So. Uh, you know, the match is fine. It's good stuff, but we've seen it all year. Uh, Seth hits a big suplex onto the announce table, and then he hits Ray with the steel steps. Uh, he's ready to curb stomp him on the stairs, but Ray avoids that, and uh, he hits like his little slip and slide splash under the ropes. Yeah, that thing's fun. That's a he cool hasn't done move. that in yeah. a while. <laughs> yeah, I guess he's old now. It probably hurts a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think a lot of this but, probably hurts. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so they bring a table into the ring, and uh, they're fighting in the corner. Mysterio goes for Hurricane Rana, but Seth catches him and just powerbombs him through the table. But Ray kicks out of that, so Rollins grabs a chair, and he removes the little rubber stopper on the bottom of the chair just to make it even more dangerous Ooh, to yeah. gouge the eye. But Dominic grabs Seth, saves uh, saves Ray, and but then Rollins hits him with a super kick. Uh, I don't know. And then Murphy gets in the ring. He helps Seth up. He gives him back the chair, 
Murphy goes over to Ray. Looks like he's going to sacrifice him to Seth. But as Rollins comes over, Murphy hits a big knee to Seth's face. Uh, yeah, so Rollins is yelling at Murphy. And I think at one point, Ray goes for the 619, but then he, like, botches it the first time. There was a botch. Six, there was a botch. He just, like, falls through the ropes. I guess his hands missed. Those ropes can be slippery. We all know. Yeah. But that's why he wears gloves, though. He's got, like, those grip gloves. Yeah. Like AJ. It's but. tacky. Anyways. Still, uh, he gets back in, hits the 619 proper, and gets the win. So, uh, hopefully, that's the final chapter indeed. Uh, the Mysterio family, they all celebrate. Aaliyah goes to walk over to Murphy, but Ray stops her. And then goes over to Murphy and says, step in the ring. Face me like a man. So, Murphy gets in, and Ray says, you're looking for my approval. Well, here it is. And he <laughs> extends his hand and <laughs> shakes Murphy. Shakes Murphy's hand, so uh, Aaliyah runs in, hugs Murphy. The crowd roars. Love lift us up where we belong, plays. Love lift us up <laughs> Like where the end we of one officer and a gentleman. So Murphy shakes Dominic's hand, and Angie, the sweet mama bear, just comes in and hugs Murphy. <laughs> Such a mom thing. Just like, oh, welcome to the family. Oh, my uh, <laughs> Lord. You know what? Okay. And that, and that was it. And that was it. And, uh, and just like it started with a family reuniting in the ring, uh, it ends with the family reuniting, yeah. uh, and this messy and horrifically soapy storyline. <laughs> well, so luckily Seth and Ray are done, but I think Seth still has like one or two more things on his way out. You still think uh, so? Well, he's part of the Survivor Series match. I think. Okay, okay. So he's doing that. And she looked ready. To, I saw those photos that Becky Lynch posted. She, she is looks ready to, ready to go. <laughs> so that's why. If Survivor Series was next week, like you thought, then maybe not. But uh, Anyways, we go to, uh, speaking of Survivor Series, we still got to qualify because we got triple threat, woman's action, Natalia, Liv Morgan, and Tamina. But before the match can even start, we are told that this is now a fatal four-way because Chelsea Green is making her SmackDown debut. Uh, yeah, so she's coming out. She had the tiny part of her old hot mess gimmick with a little wedding dress thing on. Oh okay. Uh, I don't. I, but, I don't. Uh, I don't recall a previous. I didn't. I don't recall a previous gimmick. Well, it was before WWE, of course. But it uh, doesn't matter because uh, unfortunately we didn't really get to see much of her at all in this match. Because uh, yeah, early on she just takes like a drop kick from Morgan and falls to the floor. And I don't know. Well, as she lands, I guess she braces herself with her arm because apparently she fact she broke her right wrist. Uh, same wrist she has broken recently. So she's gone from the match. After no, it's that. her. It's her other wrist. Was it her other wrist? It was the Believe other one. So she. So I. I also didn't know this. Just heard about. Uh, just like read about it. Um, she was recovering, or you know, she spent all this time off recovering from a broken right wrist, yeah. uh, and she fell out of the ring and broke her left wrist, or vice, Damn. or vice well, versa. Yeah, that's terrible. That's terrible. Because uh, yeah, I've been asking. I'm like, where's Chelsea Green? She left the Robert Stone brand. We haven't seen her since. And here she's where's Robert getting a big... Stone? <laughs> well, that too. There's the bigger uh, question. Jesus. I mean, rumor was Chelsea was supposed to win this match. Um, that would have been a big match. So this was a bad Friday. It was Friday the 13th. So bad luck for her. Yeah. Um. So they kind of called it on the fly. They go back to Liv and Natalia. They just kind of carry the rest of the match. Liv starts hitting code breakers. So she's doing looking good. Uh, or she hit it on. Yeah, she hits it on one person. And then she hits it on Tamina. And that gets the three count. So Liv Morgan is now part of the Survivor Series team. Yeehaw, Liv Morgan. Yeehaw. Why not? Is, uh, is Ruby Riot on the Survivor Series team? Yeah. 
Hey, look so at them go. go. So she, was, she might have made it anyway. She just made it instead of, I don't know, Chelsea. Whatever. Let's just go to the main event. It's unsanctioned, but Drew McIntyre versus Jey Uso, it happened. Uh, so there, you know, Uso actually puts up a pretty good fight hanging in there with Drew, he's, like he did with Roman. Mm -hmm. But, uh, yeah, Drew's in control when Reigns comes out, distracts him a bit. So Uso's in control, but then uh, Roman grabs Uso and tells him to make Drew understand. So uh, Uso just, like, mounts Drew and just starts punching him away. But Drew fights back, hits the Claymore, gets the win. And then him and Roman just stare down, so... A lot of build-up for a match that might not happen. We'll have to find out on Raw. Yeah, we will have to happen, you know. Uh, this, uh, fuck, what was I going to say about this? Fuck, I'm trying to remember. Roman Uso. Yeah, just Roman's badass. I think that's really all that I, <laughs> yeah. I think that's all sort of, it's it's the, like, R Roman, the Universal Championship is, like, the best thing going. It's got to it be the best from thing being, going. Yeah, it went from being, like, the worst world title to yeah now could be the top one is the top one and and it, it's all because of roman reigns yeah like, I he can't just instantly like, like every universal title reign up until this point was always like ah ah 2020 truly has been the wildest year because <laughs> the top performer and the top belt belong to roman reigns the heel roman the reigns. heel roman reigns and everyone loves it yeah, everyone loves him. He's making those around him better. Look at Jey Uso. Look at the position he's in now. Yeah. 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 Where do you think he sits at the... So I was thinking about, you know, because uh, Roman Reigns is really big on the uh, where the, the, at the table. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? And, you know, sort of like you have you have your table at home and forever and every single night or when you were a kid and then forever into the future, like you sit at the same places. Like your mom sits in one spot, dad sits in the other spot, and you sit kind of off to the side I wonder, so I can picture Roman's spot, head of the table. Mm -hmm. And then, like, let's say it's like a six-seater table. Where's Jay's spot? <laughs> Do you think, uh, so I think maybe Heyman is across from Roman at the other. Heyman's the on the other of side. The tail of the table. Okay. The tail of the table, if mm -hmm. you will. Yep. <laughs> uh, and then I think, I think Jay would be on the side closer to Heyman, because Roman's the chief. He needs his space. Mm-hmm. So he needs to be on the right or the left, depending on which hand either man uses to cut and eat would be preferable. <laughs> yeah. So going with the universal standard, assuming both men are right-handed, I would put Jay on the left side. No, I would put him on the right side. That sounds no, good. No, it doesn't really matter. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> uh, well, I don't even know how I got into that. Let's just go to Monday Night Raw. Well, I was asking about tables. Um, table. Yes, the chief, the table. I mean, tables are big in wrestling. I really hope, though, because he keeps talking about the head of the table. Um, we all know that... Head of the table match? Yeah, we all know that producers of uh, professional wrestling listen to this podcast. So just, can you guys incorporate a dinner scene somehow <laughs> where well, I, think I next... get to see the, t the actual table and how it is set up? Well, this is pretty good timing because I think next week is American Thanksgiving. So, oh my maybe, God, that'd uh, be perfect—a Honolulu, a Honolulu Thanksgiving. A Honolulu, oh yeah. Right, so there you go. What what's the cornucopia in the middle gonna have? Like, uh, you know, Hawaiian punch? Yeah, something like that. <laughs> I don't a, know. a nice coconut. Uh, coconut. I don't know. No, they're um, gonna spit a pig. That's what it is. I think. That's what I'm gonna say. A pig roast. Pig roast. With the apple in the mouth. I like to say spit a pig because pig roast, you know. Um, well. <laughs> but yeah, Mike, you were saying it right. Let's get over to Monday Night Raw. <laughs> Let's get Raw. Let's get Raw. 
in the mouth of the pig, running at Raw. Yeah. That's what we got here. Uh, the show opens with Drew McIntyre coming out, cutting his promo, saying, Hey, man, Survivor Series this Sunday. We got this WWE title match tonight. So then Randy Orton pops up on the Tron, and he's like, Hey, man, Thanksgiving's coming up, so I'm thankful for this and being 14-time champion and being the greatest ever and all this. Uh, so Miz and Morrison come out because they're like, By the way, money in the bank, wild card. So <clears throat> Drew scares them off. Yeah, felt felt like a waste of time. Um, yeah. which is kind of what the Miz was doing before. He's just yeah. Until that cash in actually happens, he's just gonna be wasting time. God. So who knows? But in the meantime, we got six woman tag action: Dana Brooke, Mandy Rose, and Oscar taking on Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, and Lana. Coming off a hot Twitter week, you know. I mean, Oscar, Mandy Rose, Dana Brooke, Shayna Baszler, Lana. I bet you all feel pretty safe right about now. Well, yeah, Dana Brooke herself got in some Twitter heat for being seen at some live fighting event or something without a mask on, cheering and yelling around. Oh, really? Huh? Uh, so who knows? But uh, anyways, Nia Jax and Shayna, they're refusing to, refusing to tag in poor Lana. Uh, <laughs> so Oscar Excuse comes me. in. Jesus Christ, I'm so sorry. That's okay. You're allergic to Nia. I really am. I really am. Or, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But anyways, Asuka starts running wild, but then Shayna gets a hold of her. So Shayna's looking for the Kirafuda clutch, but then Lana slaps her on the back to tag in just as Baszler falls to the mat. So she's got her locked up, but the ref makes her break the hold. Uh, but then Mandy Rose, she gets, uh, they do an injury angle with her at one point where she gets like her arm stomped on the steel stairs. So she gets taken out. Uh, then Lana does some new move. She did like a little sliding kick split. I don't think I noticed that. That's okay. <laughs> Nia's just being a bully, yelling, you suck, get out of the ring. So that distracts Lana for a second. Asuka kicks her in the head, applies the Asuka lock, and taps her out. So afterwards, they clear the announce table. But then Nia says to Lana, you know what? I'm actually really proud of you. You showed a lot of courage tonight, so I'm not going to put you through the table. Welcome to Team Raw. She helps Lana up. She walks away. But psych! She picks her up, slams her through the announce table. For number nine. Number nine, baby! I'm glad you I've I'm yeah. glad you've been counting also. Well, you sound more excited about this. Uh, one. well, of course I've been counting. I know, but you, you I don't know. I thought you want you sound like you want number ten now, now that we're so close. Well, I mean, you know, Mike, I think you were the one who kind of mentioned last week or gave me hope that there will be a payoff, however small <laughs> or large it may be, but yeah. there will be a payoff. Uh, Lana has to go through that. I mean, Naya has to go through that table. Exactly, One. like if Lana powerbombing Nia through a table. That'd be amazing. Be ama uh, an amazing feat of strength. Uh, yeah, the payoff's going to come, and until then, I guess we're just going to rack them up. Rack them up, Danny G! Rack them up. Backstage, AJ Styles. He's still trying to play captain, rally the team raw together. Uh, when he brings out your favorite gimmick, talking about you, Cameron Thunder Osborne, mm -hmm. the... The Team Raw brand T-shirts. I love. Well, okay, no, these were actually better, Mike, because they wouldn't. They did not say R A W on the front. No, they said U S A. It was I the U S A logo, like the net, net television the network. Channel. Yeah, yeah, I did see that. Uh, but no one really put them on anyway. So they're like, fuck that. Uh, <laughs> yeah. So he hands out the shirts. The group all walks away. He's trying. But then Riddle, Riddle comes back to AJ and Jordan and says, "Hey, man." 
I was thinking, I don't want anyone to feel left out, so I thought of a sweet nickname for the big guy. But AJ says, no, don't even look at him, if you know what's good for you. So Riddle says, all right, I'll catch you later, Omas. I think that's what he called him. I think, something like that. Yeah, so AJ's like, what? You've been talking to him? You don't even speak English, right? And she's like, of course I do. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, why didn't you tell me? You never asked. So, nah, we got some sort of. Is Omas, do you think that's supposed to be his real name? They know. just ditched Jordan? I wonder. Because that doesn't, like, as a nickname, what the hell does that mean? Omas. Like, you're so maybe massive. It, Mas. Maybe there's, like, a cult, like, a Omas. like a type of tree. Omas. Omas. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Either way. Anyways. Either way, let's it does. Go. It, do, it does. Is this, uh, does this work right where it sets up a match? Uh, well, right here? there was a match booked one way or another. There was a match booked. Um, but uh, we, there was some more backstage stuff. Dana Brooke is at the doctor's room, uh, where Mandy's getting checked on. But then Dana is attacked by Reckoning, who just beats her all around backstage until officials break it up. Uh, Finally, Reckoning. Reckoning never gets to beat anyone up because Retribution's always fighting dudes. This is nice. <laughs> always fighting dudes. Well, yeah, I and think... She just has to watch. Well, and they had the two of them before, right? Like, two women yeah. taking people out. That makes a little more sense. But one woman just going in on her own, taking somebody out, that rarely happens. Yeah. So, anyway, so she kills Dana. And I was hoping, like, hey, maybe Mia Yim's going to steal the spot on the team. Because uh, she's the only one that doesn't get to wrestle on Retribution, so... That'd be cool. Just steal Team Raw. But mm-hmm. uh, later on, we find out it's just going to be Peyton Royce and Lacey Evans replacing them. Somehow. So there you go. Uh, but the Firefly Funhouse, Bray and Alexa, they're talking about The Miz. And uh, he challenges him to, uh, yeah, a match. Miz versus Bray Wyatt tonight. And then we just do some training for Bray. Some He's blindfolded, doing some agility and spelling and uh, throws a dart inside Rabbit. So. Poor Rambling Rabbit. Yeah. But then we get a Raw Tag Team Championship match here. New Day defending against the Hurt Business, Shelton Benjamin and uh, Cedric Alexander. And, uh, yeah, just some good tag team wrestling. Hurt Business gets some big near falls. Uh, Cedric was a standout. He was just running wild. There was one point where he hit just like three suicide dives in a row and just flinging himself all over the place. But. Anyways, eventually New Day fight back and hit the daybreak to get the win. The uh, the move, not the restaurant. <laughs> Popular Canadian diner. Popular new market based uh, <laughs> establishment. <laughs> Good breakfast. Uh, but no, New Day retained the title, securing their match. Street Profits uh, yeah, versus New Day. Mike, I think there may have been two commercial breaks during this match. Did you know It was this? long, but it was pretty good. Yeah, it was long, uh, one of those, like, ooh, on a pay-per-view. But, yeah, we had these two big breaks <laughs> in the middle. Um, yeah, it could. Uh, I mean, eventually, I think I think the Hurt Business should get the tag title sooner than later. So Of course, we can go of back course. To. But for right now, I think New Day Street Profits, this, uh, yeah, this, could, be got, one of, hyped it up. this could be one of the selling points. Um, if you don't, it'll be if a you, fun if match. If you don't have the network yet. <laughs> yeah, if you, it'll be a fun match with good character work and, uh, we go backstage where Sheamus and Drew McIntyre continue their this odd friendship uh, based on being Scottish and Irish, I guess. I guess. They're both kind of, you know, <laughs> they understand what it's like. Yeah. Uh, so Sheamus presents Drew with a gift, this big treasure chest, plunder chest, whatever you will. Booty. Uh, a booty chest, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Drew opens it and he's like, oh, because it looks like it's a bunch of old ring gear or something inside. 
And then Seamus presents him with the sword, the claymore, if you will. Wow. And then until so. that happened, I was like, I didn't know a claymore was a sword. Yeah, I mean, it's also the... I always thought of it as a bomb, and then I was like, that doesn't make sense, because he's supposed to be, like, for, you know, a Highlander. And uh, yeah. so much about his gimmick all kind of, like, fell into like fell into place for me. <laughs> it was a real, it was a real yeah. all, like, you know, mind-opening moment. Well, well, we'll see what he does with that. Hopefully. Uh, but then we do get that match we talked about. Uh, Team Raw, Riddle, Sheamus... Braun Strowman, Keith Lee taking on Retribution. Taking on AJ Retribution. The- hey, look at all five. All five of them are all. Well, uh, no, only four. A four plus Reckoning plus me a M. Yeah, Reckoning wasn't fighting, so AJ wasn't fighting. Mm-hmm. You could have had them fight. But. Yeah, you know. Uh, anyways, AJ sits it on commentary, but Riddle was looking good. Sheamus and Strowman were arguing, uh, and then they shove AJ into Jordan at one point, or Omos. I don't know. <laughs> He's not happy, but AJ calls him off. So. uh Team Raw, they get it back together. They're in control, but then they all start getting selfish, tagging themselves in, shoving each other around. So Mustafa Ali sneaks up, hits a nice cradle on Riddle, holds him down for the three. So Retribution wins. Finally, Jesus yeah, Christ. Finally. I think yeah. that's the first time uh, Retribution has like, won. Uh, As a team. <laughs> not, and not by a countout or a dq or you know like whatever have you uh it's weird it's weird the match i feel like never i feel like the match could have been way better but they had to do this kind of team raw story yeah right i'm just glad retribution won. oh fucking finally but yeah but (laughs) but it's weird because so much so often what the uh like that the eight-man tag you know like the six-man tag the eight-man tag the wwe does like they're always fantastic yeah, you know? it's kind of it's just weird though doing like these big multi man tag a week before the big multi man tag before pay-per-view. the big multi man tag. Yeah, <laughs> it's not elimination, so it's not the same. Unless so. they unless they uh, add retribution to like the Survivor yeah, Series match the and then retribution show. wins. Yeah, because as of now they're nowhere near. Is that they're they're never sniffing any pay per views. They're never on pay per view. Is that is that where we is that how we book this thing? I don't know. Where's Let's the see. where's the shoot meter? <laughs> we'll close the show with that. But uh, we go backstage. Nikki Cross gets interviewed, and she just says, you know, got to get Alexa away from the fiend no matter what. I like that Nick- Nikki Cross has clearly never had a friend who started hanging out who, like, who, like made another friend. <laughs> or, you know, she starts dating that bad boyfriend that's bad for her. Okay, okay. It's like, now you're smoking cigarettes. Now you're smoking cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're taking Adderall. You're, Whatever. you're snorting, <laughs> you're snorting at, Addies. You're snorting Adderall. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but anyways, Bray Wyatt, Miz, we get that match. Uh, but Miz cuts a promo beforehand saying, hey, man, no reason to have this match. Let's just have a peaceful solution. Randy's fighting Drew later. You know, you want Orton. I want to cash in. We can work together. What do you say, pal? But then Alexa Bliss. Alexa Bliss. <laughs> <laughs> Bliss, her music plays, and she comes out to say, uh, he says no. And then Nikki Cross comes out and says, Lexi, you need to stop this. He's bad news. And she starts trying to shake some sense in her. But uh, Alexa says, oh, my God, Nikki, you're right. And then she slaps her in the face, and the two of them start brawling until officials separate them. So, And then Bray Wyatt comes out, and uh, Bliss escorts him to the ring so he can have this match. And we just get the the funhouse Bray antics. You know, he starts out nice, but gets meaner as it goes on. And John Morrison's trying to interfere, but uh, yeah, no problem for Bray. He just beats up Miz. Uh, 
Oh, yeah. At one point, Morrison grabs Bray's leg, and then Alexa comes flying in off the steel steps. Takes him, knocks o- Morrison takes him over. over the barricade. <laughs> yeah, that was a good bump. So they uh, takes him out. So he's no longer a factor. It was it was uh, this funny one where she kind of jumps into him, but in a way that he has to like back up yeah. and throw him. And he's so athletic, that can catch you over. and do a backflip, no problem. Yeah, yeah, I can catch you and do a backflip. That's essentially yeah, over the barricade. Sure. Yeah, why not? <laughs> why not? What, how tall is the barricade? Probably like four and a half feet. Yeah, that's fine. Oh yeah, <laughs> no problem. Uh, so, anyways, that happens, and then Miz hits his running clothesline in the corner onto Bray, but then Bray just catches him. Transitions right into the sister Abigail gets the win, and then Bliss just pops back up from behind the barricade, and she just walks it like a tightrope back over to Bray. So playful. Uh, the two of them just walk up the ramp, and then the fiend appears on the screen, and we cut to black. Cut to black. They didn't. They, but, they didn't yeah, let him in. Fun. Not this week. Now the no, fiend. No yeah, the, the, the fiend has nothing to do this Survivor Series. Well, uh, there's... Which is okay, which isn't, like, no, crazy. No, no, well, I mean, they've been promoting throughout the show the uh, the final farewell farewell of The Undertaker, and who better to kill him off for forever than The Fiend? Oh, that would be so much heat if he gave The Undertaker <laughs> well, it's the final farewell. Run. Yeah, and throughout the show, they showed, like, pictures of people cosplaying and shit, like Jeff Hardy dresses The Undertaker. Yeah, that, that Jeff Hardy one looked pretty good. I was like, yeah, damn. Sasha Banks had a cool it one. kind of looks like The Undertaker. Yeah, yeah, it did because he got the tattoos and everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, when we go backstage, Charlie to get an update from uh, Adam Pierce. Oh, yeah, that's when we find out that Mandy and Dana are replaced with Lacey and Peyton Royce. Mm-hmm. But, anyways, on to the main event because, folks, we've got a WWE World Heavyweight title match. Doesn't happen too often. This does not uh, happen to This does not happen on free television. Yes, not too much. So, Randy Orton defending against Drew McIntyre. And Drew does come out wearing that outfit that Seamus gave him. He's got the blue kilt. He's got the sword. If you uh, uh, if you look, that's the episode. Uh, so wow, that's the fucking outfit he used to wear uh, in his first WWE days. Yeah, I've seen some throwbacks back when he had less uh, less facial less hair and less lo- kind of body, less body size hair. when he was that yeah. when he was just the, slimmer, the trimmer. Uh, <laughs> he was the IC champ for some time there. Yeah, it's all fun little throwback there. Uh, anyways, onto the match. They're going back and forth, uh, but. Randy, at some point, Randy's just like, fuck this. I've had enough. So he just tries to leave the ring, get counted out. But Adam Pierce, one of the hardest working men behind the scenes. Honestly. <laughs> he comes out and says, this ain't un- this is not going to end like this tonight. There's going to be no count outs, no DQ. So we continue. Uh, but this helps Orton a bit. He grabs a chair, starts beating Drew around with it. Nails him with the steel steps. But uh, Drew fights back. He gets some big near falls and eventually uh, drops there was a table set up on the floor, and he just kind of knocks Orton off the apron through the table. But it was a more painful bump than it appeared because just kind of like sliced open Randy's back. He His nice back one. get. I feel like <laughs> Randy Orton's back gets cut more than the average <laughs> pressure wrestler. Re- Have you noticed this? He does, his back gets hurt a lot, and his reaction too, because he was like, ah! He always does the, uh, like, he's like squeezing his shoulder blades behind him. Yeah. Not like, ah! I was like, he's, like, so- like he's squeezing <laughs> the blood out of it. He's like, ah! Yeah. And at first, I'm like, that wasn't that big of a bump, Randy. Why are you selling it? And they zoom in, and then I see like, the God, like, Jesus oh, Christ. Yeah, that must have hurt. Come on, Rand man. <laughs> so he's bleeding. He gets back in the ring. Uh, Randy goes for the RKO, but Drew McIntyre blocks it, bounces off the ropes, and hits the Claymore. To win the WWE title wow. for the second time on Monday Night Raw. Yeah, this uh, 
doesn't happen too often, but once in a while, there's always a chance. And this, it did. Uh, Drew McIntyre, he's going to Survivor Series to face Roman Reigns. To face off uh, against Roman Reigns. Yeah, after that great build on SmackDown. Um, one, sm- one small detail I noticed as the ref was making the three count, right as he did the three, Randy Orton did like a little pat on Drew's butt. As to say, as if to say, good job, man. Oh, really? Here's the title. Okay. Yeah, I saw a little pat on the butt. I'll have to go check. I'll, I'll have to go check out that uh, that butt pat. You know, yeah, um, a single hand, a single hand butt pat. So subtle <laughs> that you'd have to know, you'd have to know what it means to. Yeah, this, <laughs> this, this, uh, that w- this was yeah. What a way to end fucking raw. I think the last time this happened was uh, Daniel Bryan beating AJ Styles. Uh, I think. Well, I think the Brock Kofi one was after that. But that oh, that almost doesn't match. count, you know. Yeah, that I know, that I know, almost doesn't count technical. because it's kind of yeah. like it was their first it's show sh- on it's Fox. Barely. It was Brock. And no one remembers. It was a fucking squash, like. No, but on Monday Night Raw, it's probably been like four years. I mean, SmackDown had a couple with Brian and AJ. Uh, but either way, yeah, it doesn't happen too often. But yeah, this was Drew McIntyre's night. Uh, the two men, uh, these two men, competitors, if you will. Yeah. Uh, so you know this. You were able to add Randy's. You were able to bump him up to fourteen, and you were able to get the title back on Drew. Yeah, so no harm, no, no harm, no foul. Yeah, as long as they don't fight again after this, just move on. Yeah, well, I mean that you know, yeah. What's next? What's next for Drew? What's next for Drew there at the top of the mountain? Well, I think he did promise uh, his buddy Sheamus a match if he won the title. So that's fun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But that was raw. That, a big way to end your show. Yeah, seriously. I think a big ba- I think a big bounce back raw the week before. I don't think had much going on, and this one had a lot. Yeah, lot going for the go home. No, you're right. You're right. This was uh, another great show with a great fucking like thirty minute uh, main event. Mike, do you think it's time that we take a break? Yes, let's take a break. Let's take a break. We're gonna come back. We have uh, your Wednesday night war. We have some other fun stuff. So stick around. Let's shoot. Yeah, let's shoot. Yeah, let's shoot. Part two, baby. The second half. Um, you know, we went back to the locker room. We talked to our coach. Hey, uh, coach. About how to make <laughs> about how to make some improvements. <laughs> uh, you know, sort of on the on the defensive end of the ball. You know, we're not really not working as hard as we know we could be. So we're playing a ball game. Well, yeah, I think I went to half. Um, That's true. And because uh, I, you know, it's unfortunately you can't have three halves. That's hockey. That's the one. No, that's the one. Knock Snoop Dogg doesn't know that though. The, what, what's it? What Snoop Dogg? What does he say? And his remember his NHL twenty commentary. He's like, we should have a halftime show at every game and oh, he, play hip hop music. Say that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. You, There's no halftime. My fa- the video or sorry the commentary where Snoop Dogg and Ray Ferraro were clearly n- not in the same room <laughs> while the conversation yeah. was happening. Like, who are your favorite players, Snoop? <laughs> He's like, uh, P.K. Subban, uh, Sidney Crosby. I think uh, he might say Marcel all the guys Dion. Cover. Marcel Dion, P.K. Subban. All the he aunts. <laughs> he loves yeah. all the aunts. Which is, yeah, because I guess there's no Izzles. Uh, <laughs> you know, <laughs> if there was a player with the last name like Izzle or something you could rhyme, he'd be like, hell yeah, that's my guy. Yeah. Um,. All right, second half. <laughs> are we doing? Oh, we are. Oh, we're keeping that entire second half intro because that was. Uh, I already said it's part two, baby. That is. I never said not to keep. 
not to, you know. That is right. So, folks, yeah. Um, of course, obviously, you listen to the big episode one hundo. Woo! One hundred. Of course, we had all of our uh, all of our top lists of all sorts of things, and uh, you know, about 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 three quarters of the way into the show, <laughs> we realized that there was sort of a misinterpretation about uh, one a of the slight discrepancy, a slight discrepancy in one of the lists, and by which is okay because, of course, you know, we were yeah. able to save such. Uh, for later, so we're going to give you that missing top five. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Shoe Brothers Top Five. One, two, three, four, five. We're making some lists and we're talking some job. It's about the wrestlers and the wrestling thing. From the inside, outside, lower the ring. So much wrestling every week. We're here to talk about the best for each of the peak. We like Raw, SmackDown, NXT, and Dynamite. Keep the show going, cause we can talk all night. It's a lot, it never stops, but we swear we're never bored. So thank you, Vince. Thank you, Tony. Triple H, the rest of Lord. It's a night, it's entertainment. It's the world's greatest sport. Now, for no reason to trump it. A little bit of Oscar in my life. A little bit of Sasha by my side. A little John Moxley's all I need. A little bit of Cody's what I see. A little bit of bubbly in the sun. A little Royal Rumble all night long. A little bit of wrestling, here I am. A little bit of you makes me your friend. Shoot Brothers Top 5. Yes. I mean, the plan was for this to become, that was the birth of a new segment. You know, we had octuplets at first, and now we're just going to go on with singles. <laughs> we're just going to go on with singles. That's right. We had full octomom, and now we're like, ah, yeah. oh, we got to do one kid at a time. Right. So the top five that we actually missed uh, was the top five pay-per-views, like uh, a specific pay-per-view. Yes, not just the the theme or the title. This is the date, the time, this exact show. Oh, I don't. I didn't write down dates. Well, it doesn't have to be the <laughs> time, times. but I mean, I wrote down year numbers to yeah, to I, different. I, I, and and super specific. So, Mike, how about you kick off uh, with our top fives? All right, I'll kick off with my fifth. I mean, this was a hard list. This 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 uh, was a hard list. Yeah, a lot all, of uh, like, going back and forth and yeah. I feel because the top five wrestlers, I feel like I kind of knew, you know, I had I had a good idea. This there's so much differentiation between cards, you know, it's like a really hot main event make it or it's just like a couple good matches throughout the whole show or I don't know. Everything's going on, but uh, I'll just give you my number five pick. Uh, it's become one of the big five pay-per-views. I'm talking about Money in the Bank from the year 2016, uh, which happened to take place on my birthday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Uh, so I was having a fun night. I was getting together with uh, fellow wrestler Chris Edler Edwards, former champion himself. Aaron Porter. Aaron Porter. Wow. Yeah. So we were hanging out at his house. Uh, but the card, one of the most memorable things, of course, it's a Money in the Bank. So we had a great ladder match, which Dean Ambrose won. Uh, and then the, you had the World Heavyweight Title match that night. Roman Reigns defending against Seth Rollins. When Seth Rollins shocked the world, beat Roman clean. No one saw it coming. And then Dean Ambrose cashes in right after to win the WWE title. So he had all three Shield members with the world title on the same night. Uh, but then at the same time, you had AJ Styles fight John Cena in a five-star match. You had a great fatal four-way tag team with New Day, Enzo and Cass, Gallows and Anderson. The whole card was stacked. It was a great pay-per-view. It was a great birthday. 
God, that really does. <laughs> that sounds like uh, one hell of a fucking event. Yeah. So I'll remember that. Live from Las Vegas, T-Mobile Arena. Yeehaw. Oh, no, that's not a yeehaw place. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you got people from everywhere in Vegas. That's a good point, Mike. Okay, so I'm going to take you to my number five. Here we go. Shit, it was actually only like a few months later. Because of course this uh, th- this event t- this event uh, came up a couple times in the top five list, but we're going back to December of 2016 t- to 2016 <laughs> table ladders and chairs, phenomenal main event. Um, oh, yeah. of course, Literally, AJ Styles. <laughs> it was phenomenal. AJ Styles was taking on Dean Ambrose. Of course, uh, Alexa Bliss beat Becky Lynch for that SmackDown uh, yeah. Women's Championship. Um, we had a ladder match with Miz and Dolph Ziggler. Yeah, uh, the, the, shit was fun and popping. Like we said, the the card, the matches that may or may not have defined your whole uh, the whole thing. Wrestling. Oh, and the Wyatt family uh, won the titles. Uh, oh, when when Orton right? was involved, was that? Yeah. Yeah, so that was fun too. Everything was clicking. It's you came in at a good time. Imagine you came in at, I don't know, one of the down eras. Which we yeah, I, it was. It was like a month. And, <laughs> it was like two months after the brand split. You know, nothing. Yeah, you yeah. came in at a hot time. <laughs> hot moment. And once you're in, you're in. Yeah. You're in for the downs and the low, the highs and the lows. Oh so. baby, let me tell you. But you came in. All right, moving up to number four. This is another one that, uh, like your last pick, we we talked about on the show because this one's very sentimental to me. It was the first pay-per-view I ever got to see live in my own home on television back when it was expensive. <laughs> uh, I'm talking about WrestleMania 14, 1998. The main event, Shawn Michaels, Steve Austin with Mike Tyson and the fast count. Uh, but, you know, even though my guy lost and all that, I still had such a fun night. Uh, the Undertaker fought Kane in Kane's first ever match when he was the biggest deal with the mask and that was so much fun. You had Cactus Jack and Terry Funk fighting in a dumpster match against the New Age Outlaws. <laughs> Triple, <laughs> Triple H and Owen Hart for the European title. Just everything was fun. Even Taka Michinuku was on the card. So Everything was on the line. It was just for, yeah, I remember I videotaped it back on my VHS. And then the next day I went to my buddy's house and I brought the tape. And his brother was so hyped. He's like, Lucas, your friend Michael could come over anytime. Because <laughs> I brought the thing. So he like went to the store and bought us candy. He was so happy. <laughs> but yeah, even though my guys, you know, I don't, you don't even wrestling. Even if you guys lose, you can just have a fun night. Yeah. And I was doing suck it all day at school the next day. 1998, man. WrestleMania 14. Wow. There you go. 1998. I was a young lad. You were a youngin. Yeah. A very youth. Jesus Christ, eh? Yeah, and there was shit like gold dust going on, doing perverted things on the same show. Oh, Jesus, that's right. I was young. Yeah, uh, Mike, I'm gonna take you to my number four, though. Um, you know, your just like your first pay per view that you got to. Um, it's, it's great. You know, it's it's amazing that the first pay per view that you actually got to buy in your house, uh, it was a WrestleMania. Because mm-hmm. there's nothing like the first WrestleMania. Uh, so coming to number four for me, I do have to say WrestleMania 33. Uh, 33. Um, yeah, so WrestleMania 33 was the first WrestleMania that I saw after you and I uh, started watching wrestling. So that was the first time I ever <coughs> actually even saw a WrestleMania. Could you believe yeah. it? I could even remember I was sitting in my house uh, in High Park. I was streaming it off a thing. 
Matt says, what are you doing? I'm like, don't even ask what I'm doing. <laughs> don't even ask. We had AJ and Shane McMahon to kick off the show. Uh, Kevin Owens was... Kevin Owens beating up Chris Jericho for that uh, United States Championship, of course, after the fucking friendship collapse of, of life. Mm-hmm. The Hardy Boys made their WWE return. John Cena was, was getting big. married. Uh, Seth Rollins, <laughs> take the, when he was Kingslayer Seth Rollins, of course, taking down Triple H. We had that weird uh, maggot projections <laughs> for uh, Randy yeah. Orton, Bray Wyatt. Uh, yeah. We had um, more than two minutes of Brock Lesnar Goldberg. And uh, Roman put down The Undertaker. It was huge. It was a memorable night. A lot of stuff happened. That's a lot sure, of shit yeah. happened. And that, yeah. I'm not even talking about the pre-show. No. <laughs> well. I'm not, not going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> no. Yeah. Yeah. Who won the Andre Battle Royal that year? Uh, Mojo Raleigh. <laughs> you know it, baby. Mojo. <laughs> remember with, only remember because when he's friends with Gronk. There? Yeah. Yeah. That's the only reason why. But uh, And it worked because they got him on the show. Amen. They got him a title. Amen. All right. All right. Let's move over to number three. What rhymes with three? Um, me. NXT. Damn it. (laughs) Uh, Yes, I'm talking about TakeOver. Which one? Uh, The only TakeOver Dallas that has ever happened. Uh, This was just top to bottom. You had Chad Gable chasing Jordan, defeating the Revival. Uh, You had Shinsuke Nakamura and Sami Zayn in that amazing debut. That is still Nakamura's best match in WWE. Hmm. Uh, Finn Balor and Samoa Joe had a great match for the title. Samoa Joe gets busted open. He's bleeding everywhere. Then you had Asuka and Bailey for the women's title. It was just an NXT all-star lineup, top to bottom. Some of the best wrestling on that company. And, and the history of the company. Just five straight matches of just great. I mean, Austin Aries fought Baron Corbin. That was a low point. But five straight matches of pretty good Austin stuff. Aries. Yeah, there's a name. Open. There's yeah, a name I was, forgot. Yeah, this was uh, 2016. Hey, I, I, forgot, I forgot that you existed, am I right? Oh, hey. Yeah, this was four years, 2016 of April, so this was a while ago. Interesting. This was NXT was still birthing, just a one-hour weekly show. Hmm. But that's my number three. There's number three. It's fantastic, Mike. I got to go. Uh, number three for me, a pay-per-view that uh, no nobody thought was possible. The wrestling community said, yeah, it's not going to work. And there was a few individuals who said, it's going to work. <laughs> Believe me, it's going to work. Because coming at number three for me uh, is All In. All In. All In. Not only was the card, uh, the uh, not only was the crowd, the crowd, uh, the crowd was so hot. That it they would have ch- taken anything. They would have taken Nia Jax <laughs> winning the world title. <laughs> winning. They would have had Nia Jax beating Cody. <laughs> yeah. But um, the crowd was hot and well deserved because sorry. Of course. And it was it was it was just kind of this uh yeah, it was just this moment for you know, the the professional wrestling fans. Cody beats uh Nick Aldis for that NWA championship and he and of course in like this twenty five minute thing and it's just a banger yeah. and everyone's Brandy cr- comes everyone's in cr- everyone's ball. crying and, <laughs> yeah. uh, Kenny beats Penta and Chris Jericho comes in after the lights are turned off uh, yeah, when yeah, that was still Penta going costume. hot Kazuchiko Kata awesome. and Marty Skrull 
Um, yeah. Another hot event, and of course, the, main, the, the 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 seemingly rushed main event, but you can watch it the whole thing for free, <laughs> and it's like it's so quick and it's awesome. Uh, the Golden Elite, yeah. of course, Goto Bushi and uh, the Young Bucks taking on Ray Phoenix, Ray Mysterio, and Bandito. Um, and I watched this one at work, so it added this element of. Uh, me kind of informing people like hey guys like don't bother me i'm gonna be back here uh it was fantastic it was so much fun <laughs> it was great card and it really did yeah it changed things it wasn't officially aew but that was the birth yeah it's not an officially aew sanctioned event but uh no but we all know we all the, the real people the real uh <laughs> the real fans know i mean there are some wwe guys that were on that card ray mysterio was there yeah uh, a couple others yeah but anyways, it's time to move up. We're getting to the top of the list here. Okay. Number two. Uh, this is a lot like what you said about the last one. People said, hey, I don't know if we can do this. Can you do this? Well, at work. Uh, maybe 10 years ago, never. But we're at a point now where the wrestling is so good that it doesn't matter. Because I'm talking about WWE Evolution. Evolution. The one night only women's, all women's card. From TakeOver, or it had NXT, it had people from everywhere. UK, NXT, everything. Uh, Becky Lynch and Charlotte had a great last woman standing match. Shayna Baszler, Kyrie Sane had a NXT women's title off match. Tony Storm, Io Shirai uh, had the Mae Young Classic Finals. A bunch of good stuff. Uh, Ronda Rousey, Nikki Bella, even their match was fun. But the whole card, everything, the crowd was so into it. All the women knocked it out of the park. The, the legends, Lita and Trish, they looked good. Everyone has. Yeah, it was just such a great night that they haven't followed it up, followed it up yet. It's crazy. Yeah, it, it's and and because this was yeah, this was like over two it was years successful. ago. Successful. Everyone around the world was like, yeah, this is great. And and yeah, it, 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 two years ago now, and why they didn't do one like yeah, kind of the immediate following year. Uh, yeah, a little weird. Yeah, so still waiting for Evolution number two. Evolution two, electric. But it gets number two on this list. Evolution two, Electric Boogaloo. Mm-hmm. Coming in at number two. For me, um, God, uh, there's no real way to, um, there's no real way to kind of preamble this, right? Because it's one thing to attend a um, like a Monday Night Raw or a SmackDown taping, but it's an entirely different thing to attend a pay per view. Mike coming in at number two for me, <laughs> SummerSlam 2019. Uh, we had done in previous years. We had done a Raw and a SmackDown and had a lot of fun. But uh, not not only was it you know our first. Well, I guess you know the NXT pay per view was the night before. But you know what I mean. Oh yeah, you know it's, what I mean. You know, not it's only a big, it's and, slightly and, bigger, and it's SummerSlam. You know this is a bigger. Yeah, this isn't just big... this isn't just clash of champions, or no. Uh, there's <laughs> there's no Punjabi prison match. No, this is goddamn <laughs> SummerSlam, and the fact that our tickets were uh upgraded yeah from the fucking view. nosebleeds to third row off the floor is uh yeah. is is incredible and of course um uh, and like the card was fantastic anyways right we got to see the man becky lynch uh we got to see edge spear yeah Elias. Elias Goldberg and Golf Diggler did that funny bit where he came back like four times. <laughs> AJ Styles was yeah. there, of course. Uh, Charlotte the Flair Fiend. beat Trish Stratus. Uh, the Fiends like world premiere ever. Yeah. We even got to s- we even got to see the Iconics. We made it just in time. Just in time to I see was the so Iconics. Happy. I'm like, I don't care about anything else on the pre-show. 
As long as the iconic. They lost. You know, they lost. <laughs> they lost. But of course, the main. I didn't. The, the, the main event of the match. Uh, one of the biggest moments I've ever been a part of. Seth Rollins defeating Brock Lesnar for that Universal Championship. That was and going into yeah. it, we had no faith in Seth. Uh, no, no one wanted. Everyone was cheering. It was one of the great crowd turns mid-match, just based on how good you're wrestling the match. Oh my god! And uh, it was huge. That was a huge. I can't believe we got to see a world championship change hands from the third yeah. row. It's in the history books, and we were there. It really is. Yeah. No, that was a great, great show. I've watched some of the matches back. I haven't sat down and watched the whole card. Maybe one day we can. Maybe do one day we should. Yeah, we should go back yeah. and uh, see. Maybe for episode two hundred. Ooh, can, that'd yeah. be fun. Review the pay per view that we were a part <laughs> of. Yeah, that'd be fun. Well, that okay, and that because that assumes that within a hundred more weeks we're not going to see another pay per view. <laughs> well, well, yeah, well <laughs> probably not at this rate. I mean, hopefully not. I mean, hopefully we will. Yeah. I heard a thing Tony Khan talking the other day, and he was like, yeah, we were going to be in Toronto this past summer. It was going to happen for sure. Okay. Oh, well, let's move on because it's time for your number one. This leads us, yes, to the crown jewel. Oh, no, a crown jewel? <laughs> if, no, oh, not that God. crown jewel. <laughs> Jesus Christ, what a swerve. What a swerve that would be. <laughs> God, no. God, God, no. Because uh, we're talking about the greatest pay-per-view. The greatest uh, this is known as one of the greatest pay-per-views of all time, happening during the greatest era of all time. This was kind of the peak, the pinnacle, the ending of the greatest time wrestling ever produced, if you will. Because I'm talking about WrestleMania 17, the end of the Attitude Era, the end of the invasion, WCW, end of everything, pretty much. Uh, you know, the main event, Stone Cold and The Rock, where Stone Cold turns heel, joins Mr. McMahon. No one can believe it. Uh, and then, of course, the legendary tables, ladders, chair match, Edge and Kristen, Dudley Boys, Hardy Boys, that crazy shit. You had Shane McMahon versus Vince McMahon in a street fight. Just the whole card, Kane versus Raven and Big Show, hardcore title. Everyone was on the card. Uh, they even had a Legends Battle Royal with Iron Sheik and all those fun legends. Mm -hmm. But just top to bottom, everything hit. There was not a down moment, and it was all the hottest wrestlers of that era, which was you know, said to be the hottest era ever. So, yeah. WrestleMania 17, man, the peak. Damn, the peak of professional wrestling. Yeah, some say. Let's go back and watch this. I'm coming in number yeah. one for me, Mike. This was, uh, yeah, this was this was a very tough one. Um, but then as I went back and I was watching some of the matches from all of these cards, I was sort of writing down, I sort of was just going through lists of like, oh, I remember big matches and sort of, kind of trace myself back from there and then there was one pay-per-view which honestly stood out above all the other ones uh my number one pay-per-view is nxt takeover new orleans uh goddamn, that's right you know that's the one happened in 2018 <laughs> before wrestlemania uh, 34. Oh, yeah. Of course, the show opens up with the in, with a ladder match for the inaugural NXT North American Championship. You have Adam Cole, EC3, Killian Dane, Lars Sullivan, Ricochet, Velveteen Dream. Holy Five shit. Stars. So this was at a time where I had just kind of started paying attention to NXT. Or this was one of the this was the first takeover where I I, I was on board. The previous yeah. takeover, it was like I knew kind of maybe like the players. I had seen, mm -hmm. I think the one before it was uh, Almas and Gargano. 
was that was the big match on their previous takeover. I was like, okay, I kind of know who these people are now. This was the first one where I fucking bought in. Uh, not only did we get that, not only we had Shayna Baszler taking out Ember Moon um, for that NXT Women's Championship, we had the final of the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic with the Undisputed Era. Adam Cole coming back! Taking on AOP with Pete Dunne and Roderick Strong until, oh my God, the heel turn. <laughs> what a heel. He puts, he grabs that fucking thing, puts it on band. his arm, and yeah. the Undisputed Era truly was born. Um, and he thought that was, even if when he thought that was enough, Alistair Black defeats, defeats, sorry, Andrade Cien Almas for that NXT championship. But that's not even the main event. <laughs> There's still another. Wasn't there a two five? Well, actually, I guess technically that was the main event because the following is unsanctioned. Triple H said no, but William <laughs> Regal said yes. We have Johnny Gargano yeah. taking on Tommaso Ciampa. Uh, uh, holy shit! <laughs> yeah. That was pretty much. Yeah, it was such a fun pay per view. So many bangers of matches. Of course, I think that was the one where. Uh, that he does the um, what's what's that movie? Is it called like the airdrop or something? Air raid. Air raid, but it, it was off like crash. It was the air raid crash <laughs> thing off the thing into the thing. Uh, yeah, through the thing. Oh my god! He does. Yeah, yeah. It was crazy. This match was Craziness. Those two men that feud. But yeah, that whole takeover was awesome. Of course, yeah. Uh, it was Boy. a banger, and um, that's all I got. That's all I got for you. That's what we got. That's, That's we the got. top five. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, that was. I mean, there's so many that I'm sure. And of course, and the list will continue to grow <laughs> as the uh, as the sport evolves, right? Exactly. As, as of this weekend, there's gonna be who knows. Like, there would be a, yeah another addition to the long kind of encyclopedia of knowledge. Mm-hmm. So let's move on. Let's move over to our Wednesday night war. Because God damn it, it's a war, baby. Uh, we've been talking a lot of WWE tonight, so let's just stick on that train. Let's move over to the USA Network and check out some NXT. NXT. What does it mean? I don't know, but it's some good wrestling. So NXT. Watch and see. Got to tap out a count out of one, two, three. So good God, y'all. We have we have new champions, old champions, uh, and um. Uh, we kick off with the new North American champion, Leon Ruff. Lil Leon Ruff. Lil Leon, he comes out to start the show, but pissed off Johnny Gargano comes out, uh, you know, calling his win a fluke. You're a joke. And then he sucker punches him because he's got a rematch right now. A rematch? So Ruff, Ruff, Gargano, North American title. It's on the line. Uh, so Johnny, he comes out heavy, but tiny little Ruff, man. He's quick. He's innovative. He's doing like Ray Phoenix stuff, just you know, walking on the ropes, bouncing all or, around. Or uh, like Leo Rush kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Leo so Rush, that. Leon Ruff. Little. Oh come on, guys! <laughs> they're they're uh, not even trying anymore. Well, Christ. Uh Ruff's on a roll, but Johnny puts him in his place, hits him with a couple vicious lawn darts, chucking him into the corner. Uh, so Johnny's in control, looking to finish him when Damian Priest comes out. Uh, he's on the ramp, distracting Johnny. Uh, so Leon tries to roll up Gargano, but he kicks out. And soon after, he hits the one final beat DDT. So Gargano's got the match won. The ref makes the count. But at number two, Priest pulls Ruff out of the ring, breaks up the pin. And then he says, sorry, kid, and punches him in the face. 
Cause the DQ. <laughs> sorry, kid. Yeah, sorry, kid. But wins the match. Ruff wins the match and retains his title. Yeah. So uh Ruining Johnny's, ruining the title match. Yeah. But I mean I guess if he attacked John, I mean, Ruff still gets the win in the record book, so it's like a double whammy for Johnny. Yeah, it's he a loses weird one. and he doesn't get the win. But uh Johnny's flabbergasted uh priest helps Ruff back up to his feet and they walk back. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm glad that Ruff at least he's not a one hit wonder. He Well, hopefully not. I mean he <laughs> I, mean, I mean he got a defense, it counts. No, he got I mean he got the win, yes, a title defense technically, but he wasn't the main part of the story in his own title no. defense. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. But we'll get some. Nope. <laughs> well, we'll get we're not done with that. We'll okay, come back. Okay. But Cameron Grimes. He's come back from the moon and he's here to fight Dexter Loomis. But uh they're gonna have a blindfold match. An old gimmick. We haven't seen this. I don't think I've ever seen this, actually. Yeah, it's pretty old school. Uh usually usually they would do it for like a reason, like a wrestler's sprayed the other guy with mist in the eyes or something oh the old green mist yeah something like that but anyways uh here we go grimes is scared of loomis so he won't look him in the eye so i guess that's where they're they're (laughs) i don't know it was weird but uh they're not really blindfolded they just wear these baggy black sacks on their heads like hostage things yeah like Yeah, so I mean, obviously they can see, but uh, they're doing the comedy. Grimes is just swinging wildly around, fighting invisible air. He knocks the ref down at one point, starts kicking away at him, but then he takes his blindfold off and he sees, uh, yeah. So and he goes for the cave in on Dexter, but even with the blindfold on, Loomis can sense everything and he just avoids him like a snake. And, uh, eventually, the blindfold comes off. He just beats Grimes around even more until Grimes climbs over the barricade, scurries away like a squirrel. <laughs> This felt more like a segment than it did like a match. Well, I mean, no one won, so no one really yeah, won. No one so. really won, but they've been building. It was a they've match, been building but... up something physical between these guys. Yeah, this got to lead. I guess Cage Hatcher. I think we have to get to we have to get to some kind of heavy hitting step. Yeah, yeah. We've had the haunted house. We've had the goofy stuff. Now let's get serious. Serious. Uh, but then we go backstage. Damian Priest talks to William Regal, who is not happy at him for interfering, ruining the integrity of that title match earlier. But Priest is like, hey, man, I was just joking around to get back at Johnny. But Leon Ruffs walks up. It's like, what? I'm just a joke to you? If I can't retain, then I shouldn't be champion. And Priest is all, dude. It's not what I meant. He said dude a lot. Dude. But uh, Ruff slaps him in the face and tells him I'm nobody's joke. So I like it. I like the seriousness. Yeah. It's a little, a little, a little different, you know, but uh, we'll see. Yeah. And uh, the big news we've been waiting for. We finally get our date for War Games, December 6th. Ooh, it's happening. baby. You know, we, we, knew, we knew it was coming, especially the way that it's kind of like main event-ish, main event-ish yeah. scene is kind of <laughs> unfolding. <laughs> Yeah, the feuds, so we got a couple weeks, uh, but it'll sneak up on you real it always, quick. Well, Survivor Series did. Yeah, now that it gets dark at like 5 o'clock. I know, that's what it is. I think that's what it is. You're like, the day's over. <laughs> it's <laughs> over already. <laughs> but uh, tag team action. Candice LeRae teaming up with Indy Hartwell, Ghostface, uh, taking on Casey Catanzaro and Caden Carter. The, uh, yeah. Fun match, uh, but this division is stacked, so... Just nice to have them on, you know. 
Yeah, yeah, that's it's funny. Yeah, it's there's so many women on this uh, in this roster. Uh, <laughs> you, you, we got and we got it. We got to show them all off. But yeah, the big announcement: War Games. Uh, hopefully, we can get a. Um, I, I would love to see something like a uh, like a team Shotzi versus team Candace. Well, that's exactly what it is. Okay. <laughs> I don't think we have all the members announced, but we got uh, Shotzi Blackheart. Uh, Amber Moon, Tony Storm, and a to-be-determined against Candice LeRae, Indy Hartwell, Dakota Kai, and Raquel Gonzalez. There we go. I like that. I like, so who's uh, the fourth? Now, the fourth? I think in previous years, a two-team, two they've done three-team war games. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think. Okay. But it's always teams of four, I think. Yeah, teams of four, less people, whatever. But either way, yeah, five on five, hell yeah. We got a slot. Uh, I don't know. Mercedes is she coming back to NXT because she's left Retribution? She could join. Oh yeah, I guess yeah. Martinez. She could be. Uh, she could be ready to go. Yeah, I don't know who else. Uh, anyways, let's move on. Arturo Ruas, the man from her underground. Uh, he's taking on Kushida. Oh, that's who that was. God, when as soon as I heard his name, I was like, I I recognized you yeah. saying it. <laughs> Along with Dabakato. Dabakato! <laughs> the long forgotten Raw Underground. Remember that? Oh, well, I'll never forget Raw Underground. From 2020 to 2020. <laughs> uh, whatever the months were. But, uh, you know, Kushida, he's outsized here, but he's got the technical advantage. He just uh, works, you know, submissions. He gets him wrapped up in this unique leg lock, bridges it into a pin, and Kushida gets the win. His little streak. Continue. The streak, he's on a Sean Spears-esque streak. Yeah. <laughs> Just quietly picking him up. Picking up the wins. Yeah. Uh, but then we get some more woman stuff here. Dakota and Raquel teaming up against Ember Moon and Tony Storm. I love that. The NXT has the NXT women's division has so many people. They need multiple well, tag matches. Yeah, they got all <laughs> and some of these tag teams have been teaming for a while. They make sense, so you might as well let's let's get a run with the tag titles. We've been saying Why this for not? A while. Jesus Christ. Get it off Shane yeah. and Naya. Yeah, they could do be they could be doing so much in NXT with them, but anyways, we get some more good women's wrestling here. Raquel continues to look very strong. She's slamming people all around, slams Tony into the ring post, and then Dakota tries to pin her, but Tony ends up reversing, cradles her up for the three count. So a nice win for Tony and Ember. But as they celebrate, Candace and Indy attack them, and they all beat each other down. And that's probably when they announced the match, somewhere around there. Somewhere around War there. Games. Yeah, somewhere around there. Yeah, I think this was the – this uh, watching the show, this was the first, like, good match for me. Um, of the Knights? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But everything before was just kind of – yeah, I guess not much of matches. Mm-hmm. Uh, then Timothy Thatcher. Woo! Taking on – August Gray, his former student from Thatch as Thatch Can. Uh, he puts up an okay fight here. But, of course, the sensei gets the better of him. And Thatch, he applies a uh, front face lock and just uh, taps Gray out. But then he puts the hold on after until Ciampa comes out. Thatch leaves. Just like, I don't want anything to do with you. I know. I, so, th- I, think, th- I think Ciampa Thatcher could be a banger. Yeah, it could be a great match. I have no idea where Chompa lies right now. Yeah, he's, like, he's sort of kind of what's come, his alignment? Yeah, he, and he comes in and out. Is he going for a title? What does he care about? Is he heel? Is he babyface? Yeah, he, what, what are his motives? <laughs> mm-hmm. But neither way, he can throw down. And then Damian Priest comes out 
because he's supposed to do something, but then he gets attacked by Gargano during his entrance. So they all, they brawl all around the ringside. And then Leon Ruff comes out. He goes to dropkick Johnny, but he ducks. So Ruff kicks Priest. Uh, and then Ruff just keeps accidentally knocking Johnny into Priest a couple more times. So Priest gets pissed off. Now he wants to attack Ruff. But Ruff sends both men to the floor and stands tall for a second before running off with his title. Okay, maybe this is, uh, well, who knows? Who knows what's happening in this U.S. title scene now? North America. That's what I meant. Sorry. I was thinking yeah. like I was thinking <laughs> like mid-card. I'm so sorry. It's the same. It's just yeah, yeah. a couple countries. Also, left. what's happening with the US title because we go I mean, Lashley's got it. But we glossed over that. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> that's okay. Uh we get footage from the previous night where William Regal has made it his business to go to Boa's house uh, and bring a camera crew with him. <laughs> yeah, just knock on his door. He's like, "Hey, what are you doing here? You got to come to the PC. But uh, Boa does not look well. He looks all baggy eyed and sick. Like he's, he's been, been poisoned. He's been through something. But uh, and then he just keeps saying she's coming. She's coming. And Regal's like, who's Aya? And he's like, I'm sorry. She's coming. So we don't know who. Yeah. Who is, is she? Some new super character. Super character. Know. Like some. I don't know. I've heard rumors of names that I don't know, but. <laughs> You've heard rumors of names that you don't know. <laughs> you know, know. like big wrestlers from Classic. Japan. Classic. Like oh, okay, deals. yeah, yeah. Yeah, so it so could be someone cool. I don't know. But uh, they've been building it for a couple of weeks, so we'll find out. God, uh, God. This, uh, this go. women's division just keeps getting bigger and bigger and bigger. It's huge. <laughs> but let's, <laughs> let's go to the main event, the NXT women's titles on the line. Io Shirai defending against Rhea Ripley. Uh, three women matches on the show. That was nice. Yeah. Oh my God. Wow. Yeah. Take that. Take that. AEW. Yeah. That was like two months. Like my, yeah. That, that's literally two months and <laughs> six darks worth of women's yeah. action. <laughs> but this was a great match. Just hard fought back and forth. Uh, at one point, EO hits this big German suplex off the middle rope. And I don't know where exactly it happens, but Rhea Ripley is bleeding from the ear. Yeah, she's, she's got gets a lot of piercings it. there. So I wonder, are, yeah, does she wear it. her piercings though? Uh, I mean, some of them. Yeah. I, don't know, I don't know. Something got snagged, or I don't know what happened here. Yeah, I wonder. Unless it was a cauliflower that burst. I don't know. <laughs> but either way, she was bleeding from the ear. Uh, Eo's not done though. She hits some stiff basement drop kick right to Ripley's face. And then she starts working over the arm. She's hitting these big bumps all over the edge of the ring, throwing her into the steps. But uh, Ripley fights back for a while, gets a couple big near falls. Uh, but then EO hits her awesome. The, like, suicide dive, sunset power bomb through the announce table. Through, oh that whole God. big spot. Huge <laughs> spot. So Rhea's down. She struggles to get back in the ring, but she makes it just for the count of nine. But as she slides into the corner, EO is waiting and quickly hits the over-the-moon salt, gets three count, retains the title in a great main event. And huge. Oh, my God. What an unbelievable main event. Both uh, this, you know, we've seen this match a bunch already, and uh, it never got boring. No, it was a great match. And uh, afterwards, the two women, they have a big hug and embrace, which kind of felt to me like a farewell for Rhea Ripley. It could be, you know. Uh, this is it for NXT, leaving with no bad blood. Yeah, because I, we, I, mean, there, there, I mean, there's a lot of people in the NXT world right now that are kind of in that same that same thing, 
right? The, the yeah. Rhea Ripley. Ripley on Raw, she could be doing big Or things. just like Tommaso Ciampa, you know, you or you hit the point where you've done everything in NXT. Now what? Yeah, exactly. Now what? Exactly. Ah, uh, we'll have to see. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's not quite the end of the show because they're kind of hyping up throughout the night that Finn Balor is back to say something. I don't know, but he's here, the NXT champion. He's here to address the universe, he's, talk about the he's title. He's coming back in a uh, much thicker beard than he had before. Yeah, well, maybe to cover up the the three plates in his jaw. <laughs> fucking bike chain. Yeah, literally. Two, so he's talking about that, and uh, then Pat McAfee and the brand come out to interrupt. Uh, or they had a real name now. I forget what it was. Uh, oh, they did? The Kings of NXT or something. Oh, something like that. Okay. Yeah. Anyways, uh, he's cutting the promo saying, well, you've been gone. We've taken over this show and all the guys we've killed the past dead. He just kept saying dead. Like, uh, yeah, everyone's dead. So then they all surround the ring and they tell Finn to hand them the belt. But he says, uh, Finn says it's easy for mice to play when the cat is away. But the cat's back. And look what I dragged in. And then Undisputed Era come out. Uh, so we get this big eight-man brawl as we go off the air. I don't think Finn was involved in any physical contact. It didn't appear so as though he was. Yeah. So their whole their uh, war games, I guess, is a good way to still not have a title match with him. They can prolong it. Oh my god. I don't know. So, but apparently, right after the show goes off the air, William Regal comes out to announce that Undisputed Era will face the Kings of NXT, Pat McAfee's group, in War Games. War Games. <sighs> Yeah, of course, Undisputed Era has to. Yeah, it they have um, to be in the match. They have to be in it. <laughs> yeah, it's their match. Of course, and fuck Retribution. Let's go, baby. Someone, <laughs> let's get that third team in Retribution. there. Retribution. Let's get that third team. Why the fuck <laughs> I mean, not? Uh, bring them back to NXT. Yeah, why the fuck not? That would be fun. Um, yeah, I, I, I do wonder though. Like, does it seem like that's December sixth? Are we going to get some kind of title defense maybe in a couple of days? Uh, I'm sure we'll get some. Because in I've I been mean, trying, I've been thinking the alignment of are are we at a point right now where Carrie and Cross's injury would sync up with the healing of Finn Balor's injury, and then you have a champ versus give me my championship back. Uh, I, I wonder how long. Because I I would think maybe if you're booking it, Finn Balor gets hurt. It's like shit. Like it's gonna take him two months to heal. It's also gonna take Carrie uh, uh, Cross another two months to heal. Maybe we just save it. I mean, if the timelines can work out like that, sure. Yeah, yeah and, but, then, and uh, then we kind of yeah. go back to our previous plan of putting the belt on Karrion Cross. Yeah. I mean, at this point, imagine if Keith Lee was just still the champ and we'd be like, hey, Keith Lee's having a good run. <laughs> yeah, Keith Lee would be in the midst of a great run right now. He'd be doing a lot Instead of funny of stuff. He'd be in his normal just kind of tra- yeah. gear. Let the belly hang Let out. Let the belly love hang the belly. out, Vince. Free the belly. Free the <laughs> Free the belly. Yeah, but that was NXT. Yeah, uh, fun show, fun show all around. Yeah, another great show. Another yeah, fantastic. So much women's action. Um, I'm glad. Yeah, maybe that's what we should do. We should start. Well, let's let's every week we'll start off the show with the most women's action. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, <laughs> kick it off. That's gonna be pretty much. Let's let's move over. Let's move over. Um, let's move over network, shall we? Let's start talking about some AEW wrestling. AEW all elite wrestling dynamite. AEW. All Elite, they coming for you, Vince. Better watch out. It's 
too sweet. On TNT. Mike, before we kick off, you know, with the actual uh, in-ring or on-television action in uh, some Being the Elite news, uh, there was a triple threat uh, mini-putt match um, <laughs> for the inaugural Being the Elite champion championship uh it's out there it's beautiful um and after a hard fought it was like an obstacle obstacle course putting type of event um between uh matt jackson trent and john silver john silver got out to uh he was out of it before he was even in it um now was it real or was it staged no no the whole winners. thing's the whole thing's on bt it's just like one camera filmed the entire thing okay, they're using so these little plastic thing. uh like dollar store uh putting uh with like a little ball and they've made yeah. an obstacle course through like one hotel room they have they clearly have two suites on opposite sides of the hallway so it kind of goes <laughs> through one and then through uh, th- uh, and then across the hall and into the other and after a hard-fought putting match Trent is your first and new BTE champion. Um, but wait, that's not even it. That's not even it because because on the on the on the next week's being the elite, um, you know, John Silver wanted that title. He felt that he got off to an early. Uh, he was behind early, and if, if you know if he played a little bit better, he would have been the winner. And Trent said, "You know what? That's fine. Um, let's flip a bottle for it." You know, and the kids have the <laughs> little, they have, they have some water and the um, bottle flip. Bottle flip. You know, Trent first flip, he fucking nails it. And then all the pre- all the, all the pressure is on John Silver right now. John Silver flip, fucking nails it. We're going around two, and after a couple rounds of misses, John Silver <laughs> takes out Trent for his BTE championship. Um, and new John Silver, like I said. You know, if you're, well, well, well. you can, you know, I, I think maybe this can be sort of be our distinction. I'm feeling this already, Mike. You know, you're always keeping us up to date with 24-7 news, which flat out didn't happen this week. Um, <laughs> and maybe <laughs> yeah. I can, I'll keep my eye, <clears throat> excuse me, I'll keep my eye on the BTE champion. And uh, that way, you know, we're kind of splitting the workload. That sounds fair. <laughs> well, uh, there you have it. That's all your BTE um, update and fun. Uh, let's kick off our AEW. I think we open up with a little video package opening up uh, Top Flight. You know, of course, this new tag team to the AEW audience before taking on the Young Bucks. Yeah, but Top Flight, they're the young ones. 19 and 21. Jesus Christ, That's eh? Young, young, yeah. Uh, yeah, but, you know, big debut. They're on national television here, mm-hmm. and... Uh, yeah, they got to have a good, fun tag match. They were, they lived up to their name. They were flying all around, hitting big tope and heroes. And, uh, but, you know, they're not in the same class as the Young Bucks yet. So the Bucks take over, hit the BTE trigger, and get the win. Uh, but then right after, Angelico and Helico, sorry, and Jack Evans come out, and they attack uh, top flight, so the Bucks chase them off. And I guess... Maybe that'll be. <laughs> then they help him up. Yeah, uh, classic dark guys. The uh, Jack yeah. Elv- Jack two or something. What is it? The theory. I forget <laughs> it's, something, the name it's something like that. They're both very enter- always entertaining. Whenever we do see yeah. them. I mean, early on in AEW, they were on more like during the tag title tournament and all yeah, that stuff. They had some. Uh, they had some. some they had some things, but yeah, these other two guys. What are their names? Uh, Darius and Dante. Both brothers also. So watch out. Young Bucks, you know, a couple brothers working uh, very early on in their professional careers. Who knows what they can do? Hey, exactly. Yeah. 
but then we get part one of the Inner Circle slays Las Vegas, where they flew there for reals. Uh, they're in Vegas. They hit up the tables where MJF swaps cards with Sammy to make him lose his blackjack. <laughs> I love that. Which, by the way, I've been to Las Vegas. Not a brag. I've been to Las Vegas. <laughs> They would one thousand percent not let not like. Oh, you would be in big trouble. Oh yeah, the dealer, the, the dealer would just notice and be like, "Sir, put the cards back down." <laughs> yeah, no. If he tried to get away with that, they'd be like, "Get out of here right now." Wow. Uh, but anyways, uh, then we move on to the craps table where MJF is winning and starting to win over Ortiz. It looks like. Oh, yeah. Like, all right. All right. Well, I'll I think this is what's hand. more important. You know, the entire time Wardlow and <laughs> uh, what's his name Hagger, Hagger just fucking staring at each yeah. other. Just big beef. Maybe they're in love. <laughs> Who knows? And Who it knows? is MJF's, you know, you know, he's, he's going to try to win over the inner circle. Maybe take them over one day. Who knows? Yeah. And we know Jericho's a big drinker. So uh, <laughs> they're at the bar. They're trying to out-order each other, just getting stiffer and stiffer drinks. You know, working their way up to moonshine and, what was it, clear water? I don't even know what the final thing was. Yeah, something, oh, yeah. It something was like crazy. 100 proof, ever Yeah, 100 proof, <laughs> ever clear. Uh, then eventually they go outside to okay, the limo. No, there was a moment here that I think was supposed to be a joke, but I had no clue what was happening. Okay. Um, and it was right after that, and he orders like this Everclear or whatever, and the bartender says, uh, sir, we haven't been able to serve that since. And then both MJF and Jericho say, they say like the blank incident. As if they, they, they were clearly making a joke. And I tried to, I went back like six times. I couldn't. I couldn't make it out uh, for uh, me. I didn't go back and watch it, but just off the first watch, I thought the guy was just saying, like, we haven't served that since the 50s or something. Okay, no, no. The two of them were making – I thought they were making a joke, and I just – I couldn't understand what they were saying. Okay, sorry about that. I don't know. I didn't uh, – Oh, you're, you're, <laughs> anyways, sometimes you're good at picking out some of that stuff if uh, – No, know. I didn't notice anything okay. crazy. But uh, So they they hit the bar. They're on their way out. Uh, the limo pulls up, and then Conan makes a guest appearance. So they all go into the limo. They exit, followed by clouds of smoke. So insinuating they smoke pot. Yeah, it was a uh, it was a it was a smoky cabin when they arose. Yeah, I think Vegas is a legal state though. Uh, Nevada, I believe, maybe, probably. Nevada, sorry, Nevada. Yeah, not Vegas mm-hmm. is not a state. Uh, but they get more and more wasted, and then Sammy Guevara's doing like the "I love you, man, but I hate you, man" with MJF. <laughs> yeah, He's like no, I really hate you, man. <laughs> but I love you. And, yeah. Uh, Wardlow and Hagger just start knocking out random guys to try to one-up each other. And To be continued. It feels really Hold weird on. watching uh, people in public without wearing masks. Does it? Did it feel weird to see them like yeah, in Las I mean, Vegas and it's kind of, it's kind of like empty? Uh, well, and then they're back or on Dynamite a week later. Yeah. Or less than a week. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. Just, Who knows what's oh, going no. on? Well, you I know. F- four, four, four days, three days in Vegas is the most you can do. <laughs> Well, and, you know, when it comes to uh, Chris Jericho, I think is very highly, you know, like a Trump supporter, not mask carrying kind of guy. Oh, really? You think so? Yeah. Way to go. Well, I know so. I've seen. Oh, shit. <laughs> I've seen and I heard he's highly. Yeah, he's donated a bunch to Trump's campaign and all that oh, shit. Oh, way to go, Chrissy. But we can we can separate the man, the character. Uh, doesn't matter. We go backstage. There's a promo from Moxley where he just kind of casually reveals, uh, yeah, my wife's having a baby at home. He says, so my Renee's wife's pregnant. pregnant. Oh, my God. Yeah, Renee. Woo. <laughs> Renee Moxley. 
Congratulations. Way to go, Mox. I don't know what your real name is. Little Mox. Little, uh, there's going to be a, you know, a little little baby jumping around the Packet house. Yeah. He's, he's going to have more hair than Moxie right when he's born. Yeah, he's going he's gonna to jump onto little piles of Legos. Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, hey yeah, what, so. that was a bit of a dig on Moxley's, uh, on Moxley's hairline. Come on, he's easy, easy now. No, it's funny. Oh, a bit of a what? dig. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care. Uh, care. Why it took you like ten seconds to defend him? Uh, that was a good point. That's a good point. But let's go back to the ring. Orange Cassidy's taking on Kip Sabian. But uh, you know, like we said, we love Orange Cassidy. But now he's wrestling every single week. It's losing some of its specialness. Yeah, feels like his, it. His, yeah, he was a special attraction before. Remember how long it took for his first singles match? Oh, yeah. And how big of a deal it, it was! Huge. It was him and Neville, right? It was like oh, a sorry, pay per view. Yeah, Pac, they sorry. hyped it. Pack, yeah. But uh, anyways, we still love him. They go back and forth. Cassidy applies the mouse trap and pins Sabian for the three. But then afterwards, Miro attacks. So the best friends come out, takes him away. Yeah, it's almost like uh, Cassidy. That's the thing. So by now, everybody, you have to know what you're getting with Orange Cassidy. Either you like the gimmick, yeah. you don't like the gimmick, but there's there's not a lot of in-between <laughs> for him. And like we were just saying with the exposure, like, yeah, Orange Cassidy definitely has talent, but I feel like the seeing him seldomly is part of the exciting part. Yeah, exactly. Because too much of that is now just that. And uh, Yeah, it's like uh, you watch a show... Your favorite character, like a sketch comedy show. The whole show is not just that one bit. You just want to, you know, every once in a while. Yeah, it would be like if every episode of SNL, what, like there was 30 minutes of MacGruber. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) A third of the show was MacGruber. Yeah. Uh, So that's that. But Tony Schiavone is in the ring to host a good old contract signing. Good old fashioned contract signing. One of my favorite non wrestling things that happened. Non wrestling. Well, yeah. Well, you know, oh, there's, you no, the I, there's no there's no wrestling that has you know it's out yeah. of you know it's one of my favorite kind of it's a staple in the in, in the in the business. Yeah, across brands. Yeah, across and companies. no one's and you know there, although there may be physical contact, you know it's not a wrestling match. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, but they want to do it publicly. I mean, in real life, these things just get done on the side. I mean, yeah, sure, they watch. could do it behind closed doors and not take up time. Uh, but why do that? It's like the weigh in. It's basically it's the weigh the in, baby. Uh, so Tony's here. Uh, Kenny Omega comes out, but John Moxley's nowhere to be found. Mm. And then we cut cameras to the back where Moxley's been attacked. He's unconscious, uh, but Kenny doesn't buy it, saying, ah, "I'm not falling for this psychology stuff. You're not avoiding me." December second at Winter's Coming, which I guess is the name for that special dynamite. That's fantastic. I just assumed that uh, HBO would have had that, would have had that particular uh, trademark, but who knows? Winter's coming. Yeah, is that the name of a show? That's like the the most famous line from Game of Thrones. I don't watch Game of Thrones. You've never heard anybody say "Winter is coming." I mean, that's a real thing in real life. Winter's oh coming. my god, Mike! Oh my god! No. No, I'm not in the realm of Game of Thrones. No, but just like in no. the, isn't it a meme? Like memes no, and like not internets in my world. and. It's my world, baby. Jesus Christ. And, uh, okay, okay, uh, okay. I don't know. I just know, you know, if I saw the dwarf, I'd be like, yeah, that's the dwarf from Game of oh Thrones. My God. I know stuff like that. <laughs> Gotta get on it. Gotta get on it, Mike. No, I don't care about that show. Everyone hated it by the end, anyways. It was fantastic. I didn't hate it by the end of it. You like you liked the final season? Yeah, it was great. Well, you know, 
There's your there's well, there's your wreck. <laughs> now watch now watch fucking eighty hours of television. <laughs> well, yeah, watch Twin Peaks season three. Season three, it's out, season baby. Ah, uh, but anyways, Moxley's beat up. We don't know what happened. So we go back to Las Vegas, where the inner circle, uh, much like the Hangover, they're all just wasted on a rooftop and. Uh, MJF's now got his scarf around his head like a bandana. Uh, Jericho's toasting to the new inner circle member, Elvis. So they got an Elvis lookalike hanging out with them. And <laughs> MJF. Are you sure that wasn't Honky Tonk Man? <laughs> Might, uh, maybe. MJF says he was a lone wolf, but he's found his wolf pack. And Sammy says, let's be blood brothers. I'll cut myself right now. And he pulls out a knife, but they stop him. And then we cut to the next morning where Jericho wakes up. He's all hungover, and he's in bed next to Elvis. Uh, Sammy's in a fountain, and MJF's got shit written all over his face in marker. And, uh, Sammy finds wedding rings in these photos. He got married to three different brides in the same night. There you go, Sammy. Yeah. Santana's all jacked up and working out, so I guess he's on blow or something. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going on up. there. Yeah, they each like, took their yeah. own little like partying they stereotype. Just to yeah. And then uh, Ortiz, I think, was in a room just feeding chips to a chicken. That was a weird one. And then the final thing, they open a door and they find Hornswoggle in a diaper crying. Hornswoggle! There he is. Yeah. And that replaced the tiger gag from the hangover. Oh, right. Yeah. After I, We live in a post-Tiger King world where it's not cool to uh, to have tigers. That was tigers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and that, they didn't go back to Vegas after that, did they? Was that the end? Um, I don't know. I saw the whole thing as a jumbled up one. Uh, Yeah. Vegas, baby. We're going to Vegas. All I know is Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho shows up back in the arena to do commentary later. Yeah, he'll be back. Well, yeah, like you said, you can only spend a few days in Vegas. You can't fucking (laughs) lose all your money. Well, more (laughs) wrestling action. We got Pac taking on the Blade. And it has been around eight months since we've had the pleasure of seeing Pac wrestle. Seriously. Jesus Christ, eh? Yeah. So this is nice. Nice to have him back. And Blade. He's still, he's all bandaged up from that big Blade job he did last week. Blade with the Blade. Uh, yeah. Just, I like how it's just like one big giant bandaid on his forehead. <laughs> yeah. They're not really, yeah. <laughs> What's the point? Yeah. Uh, so they have a fun match here. Pac's got to deal with the butcher and the bunny on the outside trying to fuck with him, but he overcomes the numbers. He hits a nice shooting star press, followed by the brutalizer, to get the submission win. And then afterwards, Pac gets on the mic and he calls out Eddie Kingston, who was on commentary, but uh, then Pac gets jumped by Butcher and the Blade, but then Eddie comes out to beat him down. So the three of them are ganging up, but then Ray Phoenix comes out to help Pac, but then he gets beat down. So Penta comes out with a chair. He acts like he's going to hit Phoenix, but then he swings at Kingston and scares them all away. So Phoenix, Penta, Pac, stand tall. The Death Triangle is back. Death Triangle is back. Man, the uh, those two brothers, They wh- when are they going to freak the fuck out? Because they're just being pulled left and right, asking to be pitted against each other. Yeah. Uh, we don't know what they are. They're heel. They're face. They're heel. Who they're knows face again. what they are? But um, is Pac? You know, is is he a baby face? Is he a tweener? Or I, 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 this match, I think, definitely brought him on to the face side of it. I would love to see yeah. maybe 
Uh, hey. There's there's kind of three people in Eddie Kingston's crew now, and there's three people over in Death Triangle. Yeah. No, we can have a good uh, good little thing here. Yeah. Or just Pac and uh, fucking Eddie Kingston, because more Kingston. Yeah. More of all these guys. Yeah. And then we cut backstage. There was more chaos going on. They need no Adam Pierce here to keep things in order backstage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's but, who uh, is the Adam Pierce of uh, <laughs> AEW? I don't know because Tony's always just kind of sitting there. He's not on camera, so who's who? I don't know who's in charge. Here's my application. Here's my application. <laughs> we cut backstage. There's chaos. Jade Cargill, I think that's her name, who debuted last week. Yes, that blonde girl. She's beating up Randy Rhodes, and she's got her arm trapped in a chair, and she stomps it. And then I think she leaves with Nyla and Vicky, so maybe they're they're in cahoots. Interesting. It's always great when someone's in cahoots. Yeah, I like it. And uh, yeah, there's a lot of a lot of uh, stables growing in all over AEW. the place. Yeah, just like groups it. of. I like it. Yeah, yeah, just people and places. Power and numbers. Amen. But we've got the NWA Women's Title on the line here. Serena Deep taking on Thunder Rosa. So hey. I'm not going to complain about women on the on the screen. More Thunder Rosa. Yeah. I mean, it's weird that it's been like two weeks and we haven't seen the AEW women's title since the pay-per-view. Yeah, it's but bam. At this point, this is their secondary women's title anyway. It really so. seems like it. Well, it's fucking being pushed like it's the first. Yeah. And you know what? They actually got to have a pretty good match here. Yeah. They're pretty damn good for Dynamite standards. Like 12 minutes. Some good mat wrestling. Lots of submissions. Uh, mid-match, Reba comes out. She starts ranting and raving. Uh, distracting the ref, which allows Britt Baker to hit a twisting neck breaker to Thunder Rosa on the ramp, which Serena takes advantage of and follows up with a big power bomb. But Rosa kicks out, so they continue a couple more reversals. But eventually, Deep hits this cool double arm capture, Angel's wings, gets the win, retains her title. Yeah, a great match from two women who don't belong to AEW, or maybe they don't belong to I anybody. Think Deep does. I think Deeb's all elite. Oh, she's all elite? That's fantastic. Yeah. Thunder Rosa's floating around, but there's rumors everywhere. Rumors everywhere. Yeah. Uh, Hard hitting. Yeah, sign them both. Technically very good. Uh, that's always the one thing I notice in uh, some of the women's action is those sort of like technical slip-ups. Uh, yeah. And, this, yeah, and more, on, but this, was... no, I was going to say this had none of that. This was, you know, an actual, yeah. 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 No, I like, I like. I like. Uh. We go backstage where your BTE champion, John Silver, right? Yeah, he, yeah he's the, he's uh, he's the, was he the champion? Uh, I guess he would have been. I, I think what he would have say? been the champion uh, last night. Yeah. And this, yeah. So he's backstage. He's hyping up Anna Jay, who uh, herself is on a four match win streak over there on Dark. Oh, Dark's doing such incredible things for all of our favorite superstars. <laughs> I'm glad it's the thing. Yeah. Uh, and because of this, they talked to Tony Khan. And uh, he said, hey, Anna Jay, woman's title shot next week. Why not? I'm saying put the belt on Anna Put Jay. it on her, baby. Why the hell not? What else are you doing? Probably nothing. Number 99, they called her. Is that her number in Dark Order? Well, that, means that, that means there's a lot of people between them. Or she sees it as like a Gretzky thing and it's like, hey, I'm the best. Oh, it could be. I don't hmm. know. But that leads us to our main event. Main event time. Team Taz, Brian Cage, Ricky Starks taking on Darby Allen, Cody Rhodes. Uh, Taz is outside just interfering. He trips up Cody, who gets powerbombed on the floor by Cage. and 
Arn is freaking out. He's pissed off. The ref missed this. So he just grabs a chair and throws it in the ring. But the ref just sees Arn being a crazy old man, tosses him from ringside. Um, and then eventually Cage and Darby, they fight up to the top rope. And Cage hits the fucking drill claw off the top rope. Oh, my God. Nobody is kicking out of that. So Cage gets a three. Uh, crazy move. But uh, afterwards, the chaos continues. They just keep beating them down until uh good guy, Will Hobbs. Will Hobbs. Shows up. <laughs> you know, he's always here just in time to make the save. Uh, he picks up Brian Cage's FTW title. But then he turns and nails Cody Rhodes in the head with it. So maybe not so good guy. Oh, my Will God. Hobbs. The heel turn. I hate Team Taz. <laughs> I hate Team Taz. Well... Looks like, yeah, Team Taz has got a new member as they all stand tall to end the show. Yeah. So, hey, Will Hobbs. Willie Hobbs, why not? So what do we got? We have Taz. No, sorry. We have uh, Brian Cage, Reese Starks, Will Hobbs. I'm Will Hobbs. Which, I mean, so this pretty much all but assures we're not getting that uh, that tag match. The Moxley-Hobbs. No, not anymore. Not anymore. But maybe maybe in that match, Hobbs was going to turn on him at the end anyway. Yeah, maybe that's where it was going to happen. So they're like, ah, we'll just skip that part. Cause, See, what yeah. I, I think what I don't like most about Team Taz uh, is that he's really pushing that FTW championship. Right? Uh, and I, I, yeah. and But why – But why? I, I, if you're going to go after the TNT championship – like, go after that champion. Like, I don't want to see that. Like, I want to hold the TNT championship in a little <clears throat> bit higher regard than something well, that yeah. the also the guy who has that has. Well, the FTW title, yeah, it doesn't mean anything. We you know what I'm right saying? Yeah, else. then fucking put it away. Well, uh, I know. Yeah, you know, and, that's uh, got to, yeah. Come up with a new team. Come up with a new name for the group as well. It can't be Team Taz forever. No, exactly. One of the, because they have to turn on Taz. But that was it. That was the wrestling week. Oh, boy. A lot of fun shit coming up. Well, I guess we got to talk about it because coming up very this very Sunday, the much-hyped SummerSlam 2020. So, Mike. Survivor Series. Wow. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Same it's initials, late. But, I, uh, I've been working a lot this week. It's, yeah. Why uh, do they have out of their four, just to help out you of their four for major the record, pa- their four major pay-per-views, they decided to have yeah. two which is in a li- like that are both alliterations. Yeah, and then Royal and Royal Rumble, Rumble. as well. <laughs> but hey, you know just, that's 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 marketing, baby. I wonder if they tried to come up with like what the alternative names to WrestleMania was. If it was like Wrestle World, Fest. yeah, Wrestle World, Wrestle Tessel, uh, <laughs> Wrestling Bestling. Like, I wonder what the what else like sort of like got shot down in the production meeting. We'll never know. Never know. But let's go to this Survivor Series card here. Why don't you book it for us? What do we got? I mean, who knows how they're going to book this thing. But uh, let's start with uh, Asuka taking on Sasha Banks. Champion versus champion. That'll just be a great women's match. We know what they can do. Yeah, it's something that I think we've definitely... Yeah, I think last time they fought was for that Raw Women's uh, Championship also. And of course, no, with all these matches, there's like nothing at stake... Um, I'm gonna say let's give this one to Sasha. She's been on more of a roll lately. Yeah, it seems like Oscar's almost been like a there's less. She hasn't had any. Yeah, she hasn't had a big. There's team. no one for her really over on Raw. It doesn't feel like. That's why I think Rhea Ripley could do well. Mm. But let's move up here. Bobby Lashley taking on Sami Zayn. Uh, we talked a bit earlier. No story really going in, but you know, 
two good wrestlers, they could still pull, pull something fun See, out. See, I was going to say, this is one of those unfortunate matchups where there's nothing really, like, you know, Survivor Series, we have to do this champ v. champ thing, and Lashley, Zayn, they're just at, like, different points where, you know, kind of, like, two heel champions. Yeah, they don't really have any reason to cross. Yeah, exactly. Than... <laughs> yeah, so we'll see about that. But uh, the tag team, the New Day, taking on Street Profits, that'll just be good old. Good clean comedy fun. Yeah, they've been so. they've been talking for a little while now. I think like not on the show, not on each other's brand. They were just kind of trash talking from afar, and yeah, this is going to be a lot of fun. Yeah. So uh, that only leaves one other champion versus champion match. You got Drew McIntyre taking on Roman Reigns, and that should just be you know, I don't know. They could close the show with that if they want. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Uh, but I think Roman Reigns probably gets the win. The Tribal Chief is just having such a good run here. Yeah, well, let's let's give Roman the win. But uh, I want to see a real test. Oh yeah, they let him Roman's go been 15, pretty dominant minutes. lately, and uh, it'd be nice to see him. You know, a little a little hiccup. Yeah. Yes. Uh, but that leaves us with the two five on five traditional Survivor Series elimination matches. Now, not quite all of the teams are completed yet. No, because SmackDown takes place tomorrow night, so we'll fill in the rest of the gaps here. But uh, let's start with the women. We got Team Raw, Nia Jax, Shayna Baszler, Lana, Lacey Evans, and Peyton Royce versus Team SmackDown, Bianca Belair, Ruby Riot, Liv Morgan, and two members uh, to be determined. Uh, I think this Bailey, uh, Bailey, maybe Bailey, Bailey, uh, Carmel. I don't know. I don't want uh, sort of on the SmackDown side of it. Like I want this to be the Bianca Belair show on yeah, SmackDown that's true. side. Might so take maybe away. yeah, having someone there. And then I think this is where Team Raw is going to implode Natalia? somehow. I guess Natalia, Natalia yeah, yeah, she's on the, She's on the brand. Uh, yeah, I think Team Raw they're going to implode somehow with Nia Jax, Lana. I don't know if the payoff is Lana. Getting the win here as the sole survivor. If she doesn't get the win, then at the very least, she puts Naya through the table, which causes her to get eliminated. Yeah, Naya goes through the table, but yeah, I think this is going to be a big one for Bianca Belair. She's going to pick Peyton Royce up above her head and like uh, toss her. Pick Naya above oh her head. Oh my god, <laughs> that's what I want to see. She, uh, she can't land. No, she won't be able to land. That would, that would break her hips. Belair could do it though. She could lift. No, I'm her. saying that would break Nia Jax's hips if she just. <laughs> that's okay. She needs a little time. Off. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's gonna. I agree though. Make it the Bianca Belair yeah. show. Just have her dominate. Pick up like four eliminations. Why not? Uh, and then let's move over to the men's side. We got Team Raw, captained by AJ Styles, taking or with Keith Lee, Sheamus, Braun Strowman, and Riddle taking on Team SmackDown, Kevin Owens, Jey Uso, King Corbin, Seth Rollins, and one more. To be determined. Okay. Um, I hope Raw finds a way to band together because the story of them coming together has been way more fun than <laughs> the story of SmackDown coming together. Yeah, SmackDown is just kind of like a hodgepodge group of guys. Just like a classic um, kind of thing. I hope Raw takes this one. Yeah, just you know, prove AJ Styles and uh, or even if it ends up with the team turning on AJ, you know, I want to see Raw work together. Yeah, and I think uh, throw Big E in that final spot for SmackDown. Oh, that'd be great. We haven't seen him since he got the shit kicked out of him a couple weeks ago. Yeah. I think. Okay. So, yeah. So, but, uh, you know, that's as of right now, that's everything. Uh, well, there is also the, the, the tease, the the final farewell 
of The Undertaker, his 30th anniversary of his date. Yeah, whether that means The Undertaker shows up, or we're definitely going to get a video package of some kind, or God. I think he shows up, and it's the last time we ever see him in his costume, in his character, The Undertaker, and he gets attacked by The Fiend. The Fiend gives him the mandible claw in the middle of the ring. Yeah. Fucks him out, and Alexa Bliss laughs. Damn. We cut. That, that yeah, would be that wrestling would be. history. Then, every, then any time we see him after that, it's just Mark Calloway. It's just Mark, yeah. Marky like, Mark! <laughs> yeah. Mean Mark, oh. as he was once known. Well, there you have it. That was the uh, that was the pay-per-view preview, and that was pretty much the entire podcast. I think there's only time for one more thing here on the podcast, and that is, of course, the Wrestler of the Week. It's the Wrestler of the Week of the Week. Wrestler of the Week of the Week of the Week. The Wrestler of the Week of the Week. Mike, I'm tossing it your way first. What you got? Well, yeah, we did have a lot of cool, fun action going on this week. Uh, but I'm going to give it to someone that left the company. <laughs> she was released. But like I said, it could be her Colin Kaepernick moment. Zelina Vega, always a fan of hers anyways. Uh, she stood up for what she wants to. And I don't think her... Korean wrestling is done. I think All Elite will be coming around 90 days from now. We'll see. But uh, yeah, Zelina Vega, I still love you. Forever. Someone's gonna, someone will come knocking. That's guaranteed. Yeah, yeah for sure. Uh, well, um, Mike, for, for my wrestler of the week, I'm also going to somebody who uh, left, uh, left wrestling, but then came back to WWE. That's right. You know, it is rare that uh it is rare to see a title change on television, let alone a world title, let alone the world title with all of its <laughs> impressive lineage. Uh, I'm giving it to Drew McIntyre, you know, whether it, whether it was the pat on the butt at the end or the fact that it was a very very good <laughs> wrestling match. Uh the tides are turning for Drew. Congratulations. You're my wrestler of the week. Yeah. Yeah, do go watch that little pat. I want. I'm gonna. I want to check it out now. <laughs> <Just a little laughs> slow mo on just. Boop, boop. Yeah. Uh, uh, but that is. <laughs> that's it. all the time for the podcast. Remember, you can rate, review, like, and subscribe. The podcast is everywhere, and be sure to check out Survivor Series this Sunday. Hey, it's gonna be a great. It's good. That's it's it. gonna be a great time, and we'll have all the Survivor Series recap action for you next week. Um, yeah. as long before as before you know it, winter's coming. <laughs> Which is, uh, I've heard for the first time today. <laughs> oh, my God, Mike. <laughs> Take care, folks. Take care of yourself. We'll see you later. Bye. <laughs> Bye. Game of Thrones Oh, sucks. my God. <laughs> Bye, Mike. Shoot.